This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 708. I am Brian Kilby. It is our big 2020 year in review. Why we're looking back on the worst year of our lives, I don't know. But hey, let's have some fun doing it. Like, do we do we have to look back? Can we just like pretend that that didn't happen? Yeah. All right, we're done here. Good show, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray. But yeah, so uh, we do this every year. Fortunately, fortunately, there was less to talk about this year. So that's not a bad thing. Uh, so we're going to do what we normally do each year. Uh, I think e- each year the structure of this changes a little bit based on our whims. So we're going to basically do this in three segments uh, this year. First, uh, we're going to do our 2020 RFC awards. Uh, last year we did this where we I think we had a single, uh, a single pick per category where normally in the past we've just talked about our favorite uh, categories for each person. Uh, so I think we're just going to go back and talk about uh, for per person, uh, their items, uh, it just feels more natural that way. Uh, after that, we'll do our uh, predictions recap uh, that we do at the beginning of every year. So on the next episode of RFC, you'll hear our 2021 predictions. And then we will have our month-by-month month breakdown of what went on in the year. Basically, we just uh, hit on the most important news items very briefly, maybe a sentence or two per, unless they deserve more. Some things panned out, some things didn't, and that's always fun to talk about. Uh, So let's do our 2020 uh, RFC awards. Uh, We have uh, multiple categories, best leader, class toy, and up. That includes Masterpiece. Uh, Not the great year for Masterpiece, so we just sort of left. I consolidated that into one category. Uh, best Voyager Toy of the Year, Best Deluxe Toy of the Year, Best Legends or Battlemaster. Is there uh, what's the is there another category? Micromaster. Micromaster, yeah. Or Micromaster. Uh, best Engineering of the Year, Best Toy of the Year, uh, Biggest News Item of the Year, and Sad Trombone, the most disappointing toy of the year. Well, I think you'll like my Sad Trombone, or at least you'll relate to it. Uh, cool. Okay. So, um, good. I I I. Th- think mine was in 2020 let's talk about, I, I i sort of confirmed it so we'll see if it's been a horrible year so uh let's go ahead and uh we'll start uh we will each talk about uh the respective category and then go through uh i'll start uh best leader class toy and up of the year uh for leader class and up i picked earthrise optimus prime i think it is the best optimus prime they can do at that price point I, I literally suggested the Hasbro. I'm like, hey, you created the perfect Optimus Prime at that price point. We don't need any more Optimus Primes. They're like, ha, 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 ha. So uh, I just I think it's a, a great representation of the character. I think it's a, the ultimate realization of like the original toy in plastic. And uh, I think it's it's really great. So Chris, what was your choice? I've decided to abstain because like Earthrise Optimus Prime is a good toy but it really is just a voyager with a box an extra box mind you not just the toy in the box yeah. that it came in um so like i don't consider that a good leader toy i get it um and then for things like skylink or scorpionock there's only one of each of them in their size level so it doesn't even feel genuine to try to call either of them a best and well we know what masterpiece was this year so yeah. like 
I'm I'm just gonna oh, and everybody knows what I think about Double Dealer too after my experience with that. So mm. I'm gonna just you know, no best leader for me this year. That's fair, Rob. Uh I'm just I'm I'm just going to go with Scorponok because I really did enjoy that. It's a good figure. I think it's the of all the Titans I I've got. It's the most satisfying. I feel like to just sit and mess with. It's and uh, I I just really uh, liked it, and that's that's about the best criteria I've got at the moment. So yeah, that's what matters. Uh, Diecast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with Rob a hundred percent. I put Scorpnock down uh, just because you know they did a great job representing him, and uh, he he's one of the best Titans. I think. Done. Uh, I actually I had separated them. I didn't realize that they had you had done the uh, combined category up, so I did separate them. We've only done that every uh, year. Okay, I just I missed it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Don, uh, uh, best masterpiece was Tigertron. No, done, done. No, I know Don, he's got done. Just do the one category. Consolidate. Okay. Pick one. Okay, sorry. Okay, all right. Uh, Optimus Prime. Sorry, it's just it's yeah. I agree with Chris with what he said about you know a Voyager with a box. But if you're going to if you're going to spend the forty nine ninety nine for a leader class toy, that's about what I'm looking for to feel satisfied with my money purchased, autonomics or not, because they nailed the transformation, they nailed the look. Um, it's it's one of the few leader classes that I paid that money for, and I felt like I got my money's worth. I yeah, I totally agree. I think you nailed it, uh, Matt. Oh, it's absolutely Skylinks. <laughs> oh, everybody, everybody knows he's the greatest Autobot ever. <sighs> I thought about voting for Skylinks. He even has Magnificence written all over his shoulders. He does. You, he was, he was banished. So even though I uh, had to abstain from the leader class selection, I decided to reject your category and substitute one of my own in its place. So I'm uh, going to add here best Hasbro Generation Selects release, which I'm going to bestow upon G2 Sandstorm. Okay, so by default, GT Sandstorm is the best generation selects <laughs> release. Even over Rotor Storm? Yes. Yes, because there already is an existing Rotor Storm toy. Uh, G2 Sandstorm only previously existed as a box art concept piece and a hand repainted sample. That is fair. This is something that, you know, from 30 years ago, they got canceled or passed over for production that they went back, looked in the archives, and decided you know what, we've got a nice big seeker mold we can use. Let's make this real. And I, I accept exactly, your explanation. I accept what, your, accept your what, explanation and, and second your nomination. <laughs> to me, that's what Generation Selects is should be and about. should be all about. Yes. Agree, agree. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Scorponaut, got two, Scorponaut got two votes and Optimus Prime got two votes, so it's a draw. Uh, Matt, tell us about your favorite Voyager toy or the best Voyager toy of the year. Oh... This this was a tough category because, like, I love my Quintessons and all, but that Earthrise Seeker mold is just everything I've ever wanted in a Seeker. Um, Can we say Starscream specifically? Skywarp. I like I like his colors better. Okay. Um, but like, it's basically exactly the toy I cornered Mark Weber and talked to him about for like an hour and a half at BotCon 2016. I was like, just just. Just take the old generation's toy and turn it into a Voyager, and you know, four years later, I have many of them. Yes, it's wonderful. Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe Lenny Panzika overheard you having that conversation with him. Whoever it was, thank, thank you. you. 
Don, best Voyager toy. Uh, my best Voyager toy is going to be a little odd, but it's G two Earthrise Megatron, because you all know that you all know that I had I was extremely horribly adamant about not buying the Earthrise Megatron, in the fact that it was barely a heartbeat away from Siege Megatron. It even looked worse in some regards, and I felt it was a completely missed opportunity to have something novel and unique in either Siege or Earthrise since they knew at some point both would be practically identical. The only way they could have gotten me to buy and drop down 30 bucks for that Earthrise Megatron mold is to do what they did and make it G2 Megatron. That's They did the only thing they could do to get me to buy that mold. And on that mold, those colors look fantastic. So with what I've, it's not really the toy itself. It's what the, it's what Selects does that says like, this is the best Voyager of what we can count for this year. Cause I had something else in plan and to give to this category, but it's, he's not allowed right now. So yeah, the G2 Earthrise Megatron is just for the sheer, you actually made me spend the money for a toy that I hate because I hate it and I want to buy it. If we had a best free Echo <laughs> category, that would also be a suitable uh, place for that to go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to, to what Don said, uh, Kingdom and uh, Studio Series 86 uh, are going to be 2021 toys, even though most of us got our hands on most of them in, in 2020. Yeah, we um, we categorize by what product year they're intended for, yeah. not necessarily you know what last month of what year they came out. Exactly. Uh, Diecast, uh, what is your best Voyager toy of the year? It's got to be the Seeker Mold. Which one? Um, all of them. <laughs> uh, we'll go with Starscream. That's what I have written down because that's what my intent was. For he was the first one that we got, and all the subsequent repaints. So, Starscream. Cool, Rob. Uh, I'm gonna second Matt's vote for Earthrise Skywarp because it was gonna be that Seeker mold, and and I don't have Starscream, so. Uh, Skywarp is probably uh, the deco I prefer out of the two, so yeah, de uh, definitely, definitely Skywarp. A great figure, you know. Like Matt said, it's pretty much everything, everything uh, we wanted and needed out of a, uh, a new Seeker mold, and that's you know, that that'll work. Cool, Chris. You know, I was thinking of going the same direction Don did with Selects G2 Megatron, but then I thought, that's not the only Megatron that came out this year. So I'm, I'm going a little afield here, but it started out as a Voyager toy, so I'm counting it. Super Megatron. Ah, oh, love it. Ah. Because I, I probably had the most fun with that for the longest time after, like, opening and initially messing with it out of anything I've had this year. So, like, that's got to be a, a strong contender. And... Like the other selects pick I did, like it's something that has never existed before that they went back and decided, let's do this. We have the technology. Cool. So uh, my vote for this, there's no other choice for me. It had to be Earthrise Starscream. And because it was the first of the mold, the secret mold, and I said it, it is going to be the winner this year. Earthrise Starscream is the best Voyager toy of the year. Damn it. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll do uh, the next one. Started off uh, best deluxe toy of the year. I couldn't pick one. You know, you guys abstained. I was going to say uh, too many that I like for me to to say. 
Uh, I really just could not pick one, so I had to abstain. So, Chris. Really easy for me, Earthrise Blue Streak. Like, I like the whole new Dotson Mold family, and, like, Smokescreen was a really fun experience to have that mold for the first time, but, like, Blue Streak's the one that's the normal car. It's got the alternate hood mold, and, like, it just looks the best overall in both modes. Um, you know, picking from the three wasn't even that hard. It's just, like, that's the one that really, like, nails the look and feel and really gives me what I want out of this, and... I still don't know if it beats uh, Reveal the Shield Jazz from a decade ago, but, like, it's the current, like, conceptual ideal of the Autobot car transformation. And I didn't think they'd ever actually get back around to doing something that felt like that again. It's cool. That's good. That's a really good choice. Uh, Rob, is my choice. <laughs> Rob. I'm going to go with uh, Select Grease Pit just because... Hmm. I really, I really like that figure. It's got, it's got a great deco. It's just uh, the color. It's bright. It's gorgeous. The uh, the fact that it tr just turns into a gas station is just. How many more transformers are you ever going to get to do that? So yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, that I I really was happy with that one. That's and it's staring me right in the face. In fact, as I'm saying this, so yeah, it's grease bit. I thought about does grease you have, pit. Does you well. have a gun to your head? Hmm. Does he have a gun to your head? Is that why you're saying it? He's staring you no. in the face with a gun to your head. No, no. Blink twice if yes. Um, <laughs> no, that's no, that's actually that's also a really good pick. Yeah, uh, diecast. Uh, I picked Alicon uh, or Alicon. Another one I thought about. I did too. He's fun. He's a true builder. He's a character that I've wanted for a long, long time, uh, officially, and. I couldn't be happier with it. I never, of all the characters that we didn't have toys of, it's not one that I ever really even thought about, but I do love it. So, yeah, it was a nice surprise in that respect. Uh, Don? Uh, I gave it to, it was a tie for me with two of them, uh, Smokescreen and Trailbreaker. If you had to pick one. I gotta pick one? If it, oh. no, tell, okay, tell, uh, us about, tell us about both, but pick one. Okay, well... Both are both are personal favorites of mine. As good as Hoist looks, I think in Earthrise, I think Trailbreaker looks. I, I think I think Trailbreaker looks better on that mold. The, the arm flaps aside. Smokescreen is just he is just a great representation of the character with that Earthrise Dotson mold. Uh, if I had to pick one, it would probably be Smokescreen. Just because Trailbreaker, he's got those back arm flaps, mm -hmm. which is which is a help mm -hmm. voice, which is the only knock that I can really put against Trailbreaker for being more accurate. But Smokescreen, just like Blue Streak did for Chris, Smokescreen does for me is uh, he just kind of just looks like the way the character should look. Cool. And I just reason being gone is I captured this for posterity, and I don't want to get into half boat increments. So, so uh, Matt. Oh. It's absolutely the Alicon. I'm with Diecast 100% on that. Because, it, like you said, it's something we just never, ever thought we would see. And I love my troop builders. And I love Transformers the movie. And it ticks both those boxes. Dang it, maybe I should go back and vote. I, I think vote. you should. I'm going to vote I for think it, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I say it doesn't matter <laughs> because it's got more votes than the others anyway. Yeah, so yeah it already won, so yeah. Okay, you're right. I was thinking so many. There's so many Autobot cars that I like in uh, vehicles that I like this year. But yeah, you're right. Alcon wins. Yeah, it's not even about the engineering. It's about what it is. 
Uh, Matt, okay, going back to you, what's the best Legends, Micromaster, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, I went with a Battlemaster, and I went with Slitherfang, because he's a little snake that turns into a ramp. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Great. Yeah, that's that, that's on the short list. Uh, Don? I went with Smashdown, um, because... That, that's last that was last year's. Well, yeah. but it was also re it was also re released in Earthrise too this year, so I didn't know whether it would count or not. Area. I, I I'll count it, Don. I You'll count it, okay? Yeah, well, I'll count it. I've got, I've, okay, it won last year. Um, it won last year, if I remember right. Yeah, it's a Smashdown. Is it's a it's something unique. It's we don't get we you know getting a getting a, a battle mace a battle hammer is very is very unique. You get a effects part for the the smashing effect. Uh, and from what I from what I remember hearing about behind the scenes, it was a female character, which was always nice to have an, another female character in the mythos. It was just something unique and different that stood out to me, and that and I thought it was pretty nice. Uh, diecast. I went with uh, the Astro Squad, Fusor, and Blastmaster. Awesome names, awesome con awesome team, and they make a space shuttle. So. That that's mine for the year. Okay, uh, Rob, uh, I'm going to second Slitherfang. That was just a such a nice little toy. It's it's simple and certainly of the Plank Masters. I I think it does the best job of being what it is in in all modes. Because well, the other two are robots that lay down. So you don't be, right. be, being a being a neat little robot snake is is definitely an advantage over that, and. To be honest, none of the micro masters really impressed me much. This uh, year. No, they were terrible. Also, a bonus: you can connect multiple slither fangs to make a larger snake. I yeah. need more slither fangs. Yeah. I still only have the one. Uh, Chris, I'm going to vaguely cheat and go with Spy Patrol Third Unit because nothing else really stood out to me that much. I mean, slither fangs a good runner up, but like this also gave us double dealers, power masters, and uh, filled in some missing tapes for Soundwave. Yeah. Uh, I am going to uh, disappoint, and I am going to go with Sound Barrier. Everything that was said about it being a robot that lays down is 100% correct, uh, but it was a very early toy in Earthrise, and it really, um, this whole ramp shield concept, it really sort of excited my uh, interest in that, and uh, I ended up... What, wasn't Sound Barrier a siege toy? No. No, Sound Barrier came out this year. Okay. Yeah, uh, it really excited. I think I found it first in February, um, and uh, it excited my uh, uh, interest in in what Earthrise would be, and it was definitely perfected with Slitherfang. I mean, there's no denying Slitherfang. I think is is uh, superior when it comes to like just the art of being a toy. But I think as far as like uh, my favorite goes, I have to go with Sound Barrier. Even when the leg breaks off, I might not, I haven't had a leg to break off. I yeah. Of course, most of my sound barriers are still sealed. I, for That'll do it. For eventually when I uh, get the office going, uh, I probably have a dozen or more that need to be opened up. Uh, best engineering uh, of the year. Uh, I'm cheating because I can't do a Studio Series 86. Uh, you guys will probably hate it. It's gone, sadly not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am going with Earthrise Starscream. Reason being, I think it's the perfect jet. I think it's a perfect robot. And you have both a good transformation that's fun. Uh, it doesn't do anything novel, but what it does, it does well. And I think it's a darn fine toy. So, 
Earthrise Starscream is my choice. Uh, Chris? Earthrise RC. Really? No, I just want to see the look okay. face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, um, I am going to recognize Earthrise Optimus Prime in my picks this year, but in this category, because this Optimus Prime finds the best way to go from, from a standard boxy cab over engine semi cab and um, get to the familiar Optimus Prime shape with the least amount of leftover parts from the other mode visible in either. Mm-hmm. Like they really just refined and nailed down how to engineer that transformation. And they did it in a way that feels really interesting and fun when you're doing it. Definitely. You know, like for engineering, I think it's the perfect package from this year. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a great choice. Rob? Uh, I'll go with Optimus Prime too, because to be honest, I just, Chris makes a good case and just there, there's nothing, again, just in terms of engineering, the thing that I can't vote for just kind of stands so far beyond everything else I uh, we got this year that, yeah, uh, Optimus Prime is a good figure, and setting aside that uh, that other one, yeah, uh, it is. It is, I think, that probably the best engineered thing I got this year. Cool, uh, diecast. Uh, this may surprise you. I'm going to go with uh, Super Megatron because it, from what it originally was to what it is now, with the you know the upgrades and the additional parts that they used, it, it it's almost hard to tell that that was originally. What was that toy? Galvatron. Galvatron. Yeah. So I, I mean, and the fact that it's kind of it's kind of like a triple changer, in the sense that it's got three modes. So or you know a Megatron, a Super Megatron, and a Ultra Megatron. Ultra Megatron. Yeah. It's a quadruple and, changer, I guess. Yeah. Technically, yeah. two robot yeah. modes and a tank and a jet. So, so I just think they did a really great job with that toy. I'm trying to think. Is Takara Galvatron canonically Megatron? Or are they two separate characters? No, because that's the whole re- no, because uh, like that's the whole reason Super Megatron exists. Because when Galvatron, Galvatron was, was revived from by the Iceberg, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it, it's all it's all one same line still. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so hey, it, it fits then, story wise and mold wise. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, that's a good pick. Like, there's a lot of good engineering in what they did to change Super Megatron. I actually did consider that for my answer for this category, too. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I probably should have thought more about Super Megatron, but no, I, I think that's a good choice. Uh, you Don. should always think more about Super Megatron. That's, that's true. Don. Believe it or not, I'm agreeing with Diecast. Super Megatron. Wow, sweet. Ma- it, mainly because it took a toy that I had no interest in owning. I did not buy Titan Return Galvatron. I had no desire for it. And it actually turned it into something. Not only was it unique, what Selects we think Selects should do in the first place, but it actually made a toy that looks fun, is fun, and just doesn't seem to have hardly any of the flaws of the toy that it came from. That takes a lot of engineering to come from a toy that was so low on my list of things I would even buy on sale to something that I pre-ordered as soon as it went up. So that takes a lot of engineering magic to make something that good from something that bad. Cool. Uh, Matt. Uh, Super Megatron for the win. Great. <laughs> I'd love that we have and, a definitive winner. Yeah, basically, uh, like, Don just hit all my bullet points right there. Like, they turned a toy that I was not crazy about into a toy that I loved. And, yeah. Uh, so, okay, Matt, you get to go first for best toy of the year. Oh, once again, I'm voting for Skylinks because he is absolutely magnificent. 
Yeah, I love Skylinks. Uh, Don? I'm going to go with Scorponok because he feels like, the uh, since he's one of the final Titan figures, barring repaints or things that we, that we may not consider Titans right now, he's like the ultimate evolution of what the Titan category should be. He's solid. He's hefty. He looks good. He makes me not regret buying Fortress Maximus a little bit more, <laughs> which is a pretty big thing. Which is a pretty big thing for a figure to do. But he just kind of looks like the character should look. Don, it's just you, you know. So, question transitioning, sort of taking segue, real quick uh, with Scorponok and his appearance. Spoilers in Earthrise. Were you disappointed by that as much as I was? Actually, I have not been able to watch Earthrise. Oh, well. I've, with, with it, Yeah, with this last week of moving a two-story, a, a, a four-bedroom house into a 150-foot square storage building, it's been a little busy this oh, week. Yeah, I get so, it. so uh, yeah, I've not had a chance to watch Earthrise, but that's why I think Scorp it's, it feels like it's one of the best it's the best Titan toy, and it's best one of the most solid figures of the year, I think. Cool. Uh, Diecast. Uh, this is where I put the toy that Don mentioned earlier, uh, G2 Megatron. Um, just because, it, it, let's face it, I mean, engineering-wise, it's, it's a pretty basic Transformer, uh, especially for a Voyager. Um, but, and, and plus, it was like a, you know... A redo of the siege mold so it's not very novel to me but the colors look great the paint applications are great um i just i really like it as g2 megatron and and i never thought i'd get a chance to own other than buying a used g2 megatron i never thought i'd get you can buy a sealed one what's that you can buy one that's sealed they're under oh, yeah. they're under 200 dollars. you've got that in your uh couch I think yeah. you uh, put it in the bathtub. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, this is one of my surprised figures of the year and, and definitely one that uh, one of the ones I'm most happy about. I wish they had I wish they had gone the extra mile and uh, engineered their own adapter for the sh uh, uh, cannon to be shoulder mounted. If they had done that, I probably would have picked it as well, but they didn't. So. And if we would have Home actually had a has one. If we would have actually had a category of best redeco for the year, I probably would have put G2 Megatron there. I just didn't have a space for it otherwise. Maybe we should just do that for next year. I'll add it. Next year, 2021, best redeco. Sounds good. We could just throw that in impromptu here anyway and just have everybody pick one off the top of their head. Sure. Okay. Let's do that after best toy. Uh, Rob? Um, I am actually just going to go kind of a field from all my other choices and go with uh, Netflix Soundwave for my toy of the year. Just because it, it, it is exactly what I wanted it to be, pretty much. It is it's it's a tape player that turns into Soundwave. It looks like a rectangle and Soundwave as it needs to. And it comes with the, uh, you know, the, a, a decent, very light remold of Laserbeak and another Ravage. And it's, you know, it's just... I don't know. It's what I wanted it to be, and I was satisfied with it, and it didn't quite, I think, qualify for any of the other categories, so this is a good place to put it. Cool. Mine will be here Tuesday. I'm excited. Uh, Chris. Nice. 
Uh, so my toy of the year is going to be Super Megatron, which basically is based on what I said before about it, where, like, it's the thing that more than anything else, after I got out of the box and messed with it a little bit, I kept going back to it and continuing to mess with it, because, like, with all those modes that it has built in, like, there is so much in between of all of those, too. Like, there's all just, it's a great fiddle toy, like, have it sit on your mm-hmm. desk and just mess with it a little bit here and there in a down moment, and, like, yeah, it's super fun. They did a really good job redesigning it. I did like Titans Return slash Legends Galvatron originally. Uh, so I like, I think probably I like this even more than most of you do because I like the parts they kept as much as I like the new parts. But they did a great job on this, and it's probably my favorite single thing I've gotten in this product here. Uh, my best toy of the year is uh, Earthrise Starscream. Uh, reason being is it's a great like Chris said about Megatron. It's a super. It's a great fiddle toy. I mentioned I love the transformation. I love both modes, and just the fact that they can repaint it as whatever, and I will buy it. Uh, it in that way, tra- repaints or go back to the very origins of Transformers. We wouldn't have Transformers if it wasn't for repaints, and uh, it's about as perfect a repaint uh, uh, opportunity as Transformers has, and uh, I just think it's a great toy. It's a great canvas, I think, is what you mean to say. Yeah. Because you repaint it. That's true. Get it? Yeah, no, and canvas is the is a great word for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's the joke. Brian. That's the joke, yeah. So uh best redeco, funny enough, is not uh is not based on that mold. I'm gonna go with G2 Megatron, of course, because he has a big stick and uh just it, I love G2 Megatron, it's one of my favorite toys. Uh, the fact that uh, we got a new version of it, while not perfect, uh, makes me very happy. Chris, what about you? Yes, I think this category is going to be a Megatron attack because mine is also G2 Megatron. I'm going to uh, refer back to what Don said. It's the only way to get me to buy this specific Megatron remold. They did a really good job matching the colors, getting the yes. feel of the deco right. Um, you know, uh, A lot of the spirit of G2 Megatron is there, even if it is in a still rather different form factor because of the necessity of using something they made existingly to be cartoon Megatron versus um, basing it on the actual toy they're referencing here. But, like, they did a really good job adapting this into the new form, and I'm super pleased with it. Cool. Rob? Uh, well, I my uh, G2 Megatron is still sitting in my pile of loot at Big Bad Toy Store, so I'm going to go with Grease Pit again. Cool. Hey, it's also a very good, good choice. choice. Yeah. Diecast? I'm going to go with Thrust because they remolded it and uh, yeah, it's it's really nice. You can have the wings either up or down depending on your preference. Uh, it's just, you know, like I said with that Seeker Mold, that Seeker Mold is awesome and this, this proves it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like anything among that Seeker family is not a bad choice in this category in my opinion. Exactly. Uh, Don. Megs. Yeah, great choice. Uh, Matt. G2 Sandstorm. Give me all the Seekers. <laughs> Make up new ones and give them to me. I mean, I mean they, they almost well, I mean, did with that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, you know, this, this may, I wouldn't say this is not, it's not going to be one of my predictions from the show in a few weeks. If we don't get Earth in the sale from Earthrise Thrust, I'd be surprised. Because it, it seems like Earthrise Thrust would be the perfect one to give us in the sale as a select. Yeah, so that's what it's based on. So yeah, that, yeah. that tracks. Anyway, I think G2 Megatron wins that category. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and let's see here. Biggest news item of the year, Matt. 
Oh, that would be the Takara Generation Selects God Neptune. Because it gave me even more Seacons before Unicron. Mm. Aww. I love it. Uh, Don? I'm going to go, this is to be a little odd, but of course it's me. The biggest news is how much stuff, the constant ongoing, how much was going to be exclusives that was not Hasbro Pulse. Just the, uh, the ongoing release of this is going to Target, this is going to ha- this is going to Walmart. Just how much stuff was coming out that nobody could buy or would have trouble getting even, you know, finding it at all. And I think that this is the biggest year we've ever had with that much coming out, going to so few stores. And it was the same thing. You couldn't get it. You couldn't order it. You couldn't find it until weeks or months after it was supposed to come out, even if then. And I think that was one of the biggest news things is just the constant deluge of exclusives nobody could get. Uh, Diecast. I really couldn't think of anything, honestly, looking back, uh, that there was a huge, you know, news item for 2020. So I'm actually going to pass. Okay. Because to me, it is the epitome of 2020. When you look back, you either forgot everything or you want to forget everything that happened in that year. Okay. Rob. Ah. I, I think Diecast makes a fair point, but uh, you know, thinking just trying to think of something. My my favorite news occurrence of the year was the fact that we were going to get new Beast Wars figures in Kingdom. Oh yeah, very good. That's true. Uh Chris. Uh I'm glad Rob didn't steal mine because I was genuinely worried about that. Uh John Warden moved on from Transformers. Oh, which yeah. I thought was you know, it's a big, interesting and kind of important thing because I would say it's the biggest shakeup or revolution in the Hasbro Transformers side of things since John Warden and Ben Montano came on to Transformers several years ago. Agree. And we're going to have to just, you know, see as 2021 uh, chugs along, like, how that's going to actually end up impacting the product line going forward. Yeah. For me, I mean, this may sound like a cheat, but I don't think that it is. For me, the biggest Transformers-related news item of the year was COVID-19. It literally affected and ruined in a lot of ways, almost everything this year, uh, from uh, availability to go purchase toys. Uh, it, it really impacted scalpers, people who basically said screw it and would go you know, buy up everything that hit retail anyway. Uh, logistics, conventions not happening. Yeah, uh, I almost picked uh, you know, everything got canceled as yeah. the biggest news item of the year, but I decided yeah, to put it more positive spin on yes it. i was trying to keep it positive oh no but uh, but i mean it's, it's not best news item it's biggest news item and i don't think there's anything that's nearly uh at least as big as far as like isolated i don't know that it's going to have major repercussions for the rest of you know our lives and respect to toys it will have major repercussions in general but i don't know that it's going to affect um I don't know what's going to affect this from a toy perspective going forward after 2021. But maybe it will. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, it was the biggest thing that happened all year. Uh, so for the Sad Trombone Award for the most disappointing toy of the year, uh, for me, it was Masterpiece Lyo Convoy. Oh. Which I wanted pretty bad. And I think it's a horrible toy. And, and was, I can hardly believe that actually came out this past year. Yeah, I looked it up and. Let me double check. 
<laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you're yeah, right. It's, yeah. just, it's just staggering to think that that was within the calendar year. Yeah, uh, it came out pretty sure. It was on our news items for the year. Uh, yeah. February, yep. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like really yeah, early, I think. Yeah, it's a yeah. bad toy. Tw- 2020 is a lot. up. I forget who first said this year is the longest decade in recent memory, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's the longest five years of my life. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Chris, what was said Tremone yeah. for you? Yeah, you'll like this one. I'm uh, going with Red Collection, and specifically Megatron, because that's the one I bought. And I'm putting it here because despite getting a Megatron marked down to $11, hmm. I still cannot call it a very good action figure, which, I mean, if you fail at that basic point like you know with Hasbro's experience with collector action figures that's already a pretty bad mark against it and it's just soulless as a Transformers product yeah the the likenesses aren't great the like so not every Transformers great action figure a Transformer can be a great toy without being a great action figure but occasionally you have one that is a good action figure as well but if you don't transform you should be a good action figure figure, yeah and they're not Mm mm-hmm uh, Rob, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, Paradron Medic because I did not get Earthrise RC, but that that mold is that mold is somehow not as good as the RC from seven years ago, and it does have a couple of things about its sculpt that I like, and then it just. It's it is the shelliest shell former I have ever seen, and they both RC and Paradron Medic, uh, uh b- both uh, Bandai the paint the the midsection is only painted in the front, and yeah, just the, there there's nothing about that toy that is particularly satisfying to transform to handle to look at. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty well hands down the uh, worst thing I got this year though. I, I, well, double dealer is a close second, but I didn't have half the uh, trouble with it that Chris did. Yeah. Uh, diecast. Uh, first, I'm going to do third party toy of the year, and it's got to go to uh, Unicron Zeta, Zeta Unicron. We can uh, add this out, right? Yeah. And I can't, m- we're doing the, we're doing this the worst party, the worst disappointing figure. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, I'd throw it in there since it wasn't on the list before we move on. Uh, and disappointing, I thought this was going to be like unanimous. Uh, and Rob, thank you for mentioning it, RC. And it's because every time they do a new character, it seems like they try to do it better than before. And this is the one character where they failed miserably. Uh, this is worse than Headmaster RC. This is worse than you know the generations RC that we had. It's it's worse than every RC we've gotten so far. It's pretty bad. But it would, but it would make a good action figure. It, it, I mean, it's got a lot of. Yeah, you know what? This RC or uh, Lifeline, depending which one or uh, the one, is a better action figure than the Red Collection. Oh yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, it's true. That's fair, and also just like completely damning of both. So, diecast choice for Sad Trombone, most disappointing toy of the year, is Studio Cell Unicron. Uh, Don? Do you have to ask? Yes. Yes, I literally do. Yes, do. Uh, hello, hello. And again, I am agreeing with diecast, which is 
probably a sign of the end times. And with Rob, uh, it's RC. Uh, we have seen them do some phenomenal things at the deluxe price point. Even if it wasn't outstanding, you had toys like, again, I'm just using examples, Impactor, Rotor Storm, Spinister. I mean, we've seen really great toys in that price point. RC is, seems to be the character that's the sacrificial lamb for the rest of the wave. Make it as cheap as possible. Make it as just whatever they can to get the character out and not put anything into it that the other figures are getting. And it's just, we've seen them do great deluxes, and that is, there's no reason. I mean, Cyberverse RC is better because she at least matches her animation model, and there's more, I think, attention to the character, even though it's a very similar toy. Cyberverse RC is a better figure, and all this good deluxes that we have from this past year and they just churn out this rc to meet a checkpoint and it's just it's extremely disappointing that that's a character like i said you you were not improving we're de-improving and it's it's just very very sad so it's a sad trombone i'm sorry don of course the world's biggest rc fan yeah Donald that's, that's why 2020 was ruined for headmaster don yeah well no i mean I got two RCs this year, three technically, because one's on the way. And wow, yeah, the, yeah, and there, and the 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 one that's the best that I have of the two is from the show that I didn't watch that much of. And if you count third party, you have that fetishist RC as well, the flesh, the flesh C or whatever it's called. Nice C, I, I have is heard, that but I was third party figure of the year. No, no that's I, not I a don't, category. Yeah, there's, it's not. Yeah, there's no third party <laughs> category of the year. Um, but, uh, no, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, if they're going to give us an RC figure, I believe one of y'all said it, make her something other than a pink shell from her car and then doing, doing, do something new for her. She needs a redesign as a character. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you could take prime RC and make her regular RC somehow, you know. No, it's, it's important that Don just, um, animated RC. Use that exact same engineering and um, you know parts layout, but restyle it as generations. Okay, bingo. There, Hasbro. There, there's that. your freebie. Yeah, do that. Do that, I, and we'll I, be happy. I've literally been saying that since 2010, and nobody's listened. So, no. like, I'm not. Well, and and again, this also puts to rest that I'm secretly Hasbro commander. Because, do you think I would let an RC go out the door to the coin like this if I was in charge of Hasbro? That's to throw people off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why as Hasbro Commander out, you alternately wear a, a, a hood or a mirror face yeah. mask. Matt. Oh, I'm going to go with Earthrise Megatron here. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, he is barely dissimilar from uh, Siege Megatron and how many times have we seen that already? Like, it literally feels like the same toy has been on the shelves for two years. Mm-hmm. Like, Every time you look, it, you have Siege Megatron, uh, Cell Shaded Siege Megatron, Netflix Siege Megatron, Earthrise Megatron. It's it it's everywhere. You can't get rid of it. Uh, the only saving grace was the G2 Deco, and uh, the fact that Blade Raider pointed out on Twitter that you can kind of cludge his horrible, horrible accessory into a minigun. So, but yeah, 
Earthrise Megatron. Just like it's just the same, basically the same toy that we've already had. Cool. Okay, so that does it for the RFC awards for this year, and uh, I look forward to seeing what kind of crazy discussion that we have next year. Okay, so we are going to recap our 2020 predictions. And again, on the next episode of RFC, episode 709, we will have our 2021 predictions. Uh, I am going in alphabetical order by name. Diecast is technically first, since, but we call him Diecast, so he's third. Uh, we are going to uh, go through this. I'll start with me. I said, well, we have three original Masterpiece molds announced in 2020, and I don't know if that's actually correct or not. We had RC... We had um, Tigatron. Tigatron. It, I, I counted that as an original mold, even though it's, I it's guess. based on the engineering of, of Cheetor, but it, it, it is it's all, all new parts. parts. Yeah. yeah. So was there a third original mold announced? I can't even remember what came out this year. I don't think there's a third original mold announced. Was Skid announced? No, not till, not not till this year. No. Uh, Star, Starscream. Starscream. So three, yeah. Was it three? I, uh, yeah, Starscream was in, Yeah, no, Starscream definitely was. I'm just trying to think if there's anything past Starscream that got announced. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't count MPM in Masterpiece. I think that's I consider that a separate line. Other people say, "What about Movie Masterpiece?" I don't count it. So I actually thought that I got. The, I thought that I didn't get this one, but now that we're, I think you probably did. Okay, so <laughs> I got one of three. So. Uh, uh, the third one may surprise you. Yeah. Uh, Hascon 2021? No. Not announced. Perhaps in a different universe. Yeah. And uh, I'll finally get Guard City and Battle Gaia. I never had the guts to pull the trigger. I mean, you had other expenses come up this year, too. So oh, yeah. Like, stupid stuff. But... If if that hadn't happened, you might have actually done it. Uh, I, 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 had, I had the Guard City that... Uh, Rick Alvarez bought in my cart for like six months. I never actually hit the buy button. Uh, the opportunities to buy Battle Gaia, I think I saw it twice in 2020. One time for a semi-reasonable amount, the other time for an ungodly, you know, way more than I would ever consider paying for an action figure amount. So It, it seems like he's a little harder to come by than Guard City as yeah, well. Yeah. Which might kind want to of change. makes sense because a uh, bad guy toy from a Japanese toy line, especially yeah. around, you know, yeah. 1981. I did it. If, yeah, if you're going to reuse that, uh, you might want to change that to Guard City or Battle Gaia. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, I did manage to get, get a couple other grails, though, that I had, uh, including one that I never expected to get, which was a sealed copy of the uh, 1989 release of Transformers the movie on Laserdisc. So I'm I'm good. So, yeah. But... Uh, okay, so Chris, he, do you want to read? Chris, do you want me to read them, or do you want to do you want to go through? Uh, whatever you think is going to work better. I'll I'll read them. Uh, Masterpiece Raiden is not going to be composed of six individual masterpieces. It will break down into six generation style toys. Now I wish I had read it because you mispronounced Raiden. Yeah. So in <laughs> we we learned that this was coming out in 2019, but we learned basically Jack in all yeah, of 2020 I, about this toy. So we still like this one. I would I would put down as a TBD. Yeah, so, but not in 2020. No. Yeah, so it could be good. This was actually something Matt said. You were going to say it, and you wanted, uh, and basically you said, I yeah, will. I, uh, I went first, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it's not the case. Uh, Transformers and Power, Power Rangers. 
I'm going to mispronounce stuff. Power Rangers comic book at least announced, if not published in 2020. I don't know if that was the case or not. Was there a comic announced? No. No. Okay. No. No. And I'm surprised there wasn't. Uh, this one is incredibly prescient, though. Um, new, mas- new masterpiece, Starscream, and it'll be thirty thousand yen. So I, I think I was, I think I overshot the price slightly. Not because I believe Starscream is coming at the same that, um, like the last Megatron did, or was this going to actually be more expensive? Like I'm in the neighborhood. I, I think this one's going to be more expensive, but it's it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in the neighborhood. It's not, I mean, it's not far off. Purposes. Yeah. Although I think I've been predicting new masterpiece Starscream for at least the last three years, so it's more like, you know, eventually I had to get it right. If, yeah. if you haven't, John has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Diecast official official movie announcement. Eh. Uh, we learned, I think, at, uh, at a... Um, wasn't an announcement. I think that we learned there wasn't going to be an announcement until 2022. Something to that effect, but I don't think it, COVID. Yeah, I don't think a movie was announced. Uh, Earthrise tracks didn't happen, and masterpiece jazz would be announced. Also, did not happen. Uh, so sad. Uh, now uh, that they announced the skids, I don't think we'll ever get jazz. I, I, that hurts, breaks my heart. Uh, well, I mean, if you if you think about it, what do you think sounds easier to get a license for? Uh, the Porsche 959, which I think is Jazz's specific model, or a the Honda, Honda City, City Turbo, Turbo <laughs> an obscure Japanese subcompact that five people remember exists, and oh, well, all of them def- are on the show. Definitely, Skids mm-hmm. is easier. I, I yeah. just figured, you know, they got Bumblebees, so Jazz was right anyway, down. We'll, we'll talk right in more detail street. about Skids later, but like just to uh, preview the, later, as in a later episode. Um, but like, I think what we might be seeing with the early material for skids might be good for when a jazz actually happens, but we'll talk about that uh, in a couple weeks. I'm going to give Don credit for this first one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, even, yeah, though, even though he specifically said something else, it was so darn close. I am yeah. giving it to him. He said MP50 would be announced, and it was, and it will be RC. It was announced. It was not RC, but MP51 was RC, so I'm giving yeah. it to him. Uh, and Siege Astro Train will be a Generation Selects, and comics are Japanese colors. Did not happen. Nope. Uh, yeah. Matt, yeah, yeah. Don, uh, Matt, Masterpiece Raiden is going to be composed Thank of six you. individual masterpieces. It'll break down into six-generation style toys. Not yet. Well, I think it's going to be Yeah. Uh, Matt said there will be uh, a Warpath announced, and it will be a small deluxe. And that could not have been more nailed. Nailed, nailed, nailed. That was, yeah, nailed it. That was a great call. Yeah. Small deluxe. It sure is. But it's a great toy. And I think I'm the only one who doesn't have it yet. Yeah. Oops. Uh, and oh, I don't. I've, go ahead, Dan. It's in my POL. Um, and this one breaks my heart that it didn't happen. It's a Generation Selects art fire. Although I think that's on the rumor list for next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that that's going to be carried forward into my 2021 predictions. Okay, good to know. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so Rob, uh, masterpiece would be announced. It would cost more than MP44. That didn't happen. Thankfully. Yeah. Thank uh, goodness. One. I think he was. I think he was pinning that on the assumption that we would get the masterpiece Raiden information. Yeah, or yeah. just or just in general, it'd be like uh, something else would pop up. Like that Star Saber or something, or what he guessed next, which was Masterpiece God Jinrai. 
which of course didn't happen either, which I would I would love a masterpiece got Shinrai. Yeah. Uh this one, think how much it's gonna cost. Before. Yeah. Uh and this one still could happen as a commander class, but it didn't happen this year. Generation Star Saber. I wish they would. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. But didn't happen. Nope. So yeah, we'll have our announcements or announcements. We'll have our predictions for uh, 2021 on RSC709. And of course, I want to thank uh, our patrons at the Touch Tier. We want to thank all of our patrons who help make this possible. But we do mention our patrons at the Touch Tier specifically toward the end of each episode. But uh, because this is uh, such a long, long episode, uh, we want to get this uh, moved up a little bit uh, closer to the front of the show. So thanks to Kevin Dorsey, Peter Giannacopoulos, Sean Bratton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Mike Mallory, Jason Hiley, Jonathan James, Hector Bones, Nathan Sampy, Spider Bob, Rabbits, Emmett Stresovich, Gaming Fix or Frank Perkins, Joey Russell, Ryan Bona, and Ness. Uh, this is accurate as of December 31st. So... Uh, if something has changed or we've added a patron or someone has decided to uh, drop off, uh, it, you know, this is what was uh, current as of the end of the year. So we want to thank everybody out there. And if you want to join us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash TF radio. It's pretty awesome. And we thank you so much. So we are looking back at what happened a month by month. If you've, if this is what the 10th time we've done this in a row. Uh, something to that. Oh, I don't need to be reminded of that. Yeah. Oh, well. We've been doing these for a while. Uh, we've changed formats a little bit. We tried to do things by toy and by media. Uh, what we found is it just honestly works best if we look at it month by month. And this is categorized month by month as we presented it. So if something, if a news item broke at the end of a month and we didn't get to it till the next episode, which was, say, at the beginning of February, I'm counting it as February. So I'm not going to go in and look at each news item to see what the exact date is. Okay. January 2020. Tiny Turbo Changer Series 3 official Transformers Cyberverse details and images. Uh, these actually showed up at retail. At Target, right? Hmm. Is that the one that had the gnaw in it? Oh, maybe it didn't show up then. I'll be honest with you. I I, I found Heidi. Might have been waiting for. I can't remember. I found Heidi Turbo Changers once at retail this year at Target, and I don't think I've come across them since. I think they were showing up at other places other than like your typical tar- Target and Walmart, but I can't remember if it was like Dollar Tree or something. It was it was something. I don't weird. visit Dollar Tree. I have one at the end of my road. I have two Dollar Generals nearby. There's Family Dollar nearish by. I need to start visiting stores, but I just don't anymore, even before COVID. But I need to do that. Uh, exclusive reissue G1 Astro Train found at Walmart. That was a 2020 news item. Yeah, remember it uh, hit at fifty dollars. Dang, was it fifty or forty? Fifty. Oh God. They uh, they rolled it back a little bit to uh, make it a slightly less ridiculously priced hot dog. Yeah. Uh, Takartomi Earthrise ER05 Starscream official images. Uh, Starscream, uh, of course, it was an earlier wave release, but this was the uh, a, f- a good look that we got at the toy, which would come out here in a month or so. Um, HasLab Unicron first production update, laying out the toolings. This was a lot of good information on how 
uh, toys are uh, manufactured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was uh, good. If you're listening or watching, you can go to tfradio.net slash 709 and actually uh, view uh, the month-by-month news items. That's one you should definitely look at if you haven't. Just click into it and, and, and see what it says. It's some, it's some good learning for you. Uh, new Transformers Authentics figures discovered. Ratchet, Soundwave, Starscream, and Grimlock. Uh, I, I'll say Authentics are things that I do not track whatsoever at those all. Those did come out because I, I saw other people with them. I like I when I buy one, I literally have no, I just dropped it the Starscream. I literally have no idea if I own it or not already because they they do <laughs> I, I they do not register. Kim will say, "Hey, I see this Transformer. It's one of those ugly ones. Uh, if you want it." And I'll say, which one is it? And she'll tell me, and I'm like, get it for me. I don't know if I have it or not. So I'll do like a reconciliation or an inventory, say, in August or September. And if I have duplicates, they go to Toys for Tots. Even with a case like this, it might go for Toys for Tots, even if there's not a duplicate. But Brian, so authentics don't you think is the suffered enough? <laughs> Aww. And, so is, and so authentics is basically the official line of I hate it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I'm not wearing that shirt right now. Uh, but yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, let's see here. So CNBC, the real warning in Target's holiday sales, toys are in trouble. Oh, they had no idea, did they? <laughs> I don't think that uh, – I, I don't <laughs> – so this was – a lot of this was about uh, Toys R Us going bankrupt and how uh, uh, things were going to go south. From a toy collector standpoint, though, 2020 sucked. Uh, yeah, and, and COVID didn't help the whole thing either. Did it? COVID didn't help all these – scalpers didn't help um sales are pretty good though if i remember like sales were up part of the year i think they ended up being maybe i don't i don't want to go into to numbers but uh numbers were mixed this year but from the consumer perspective there's too much too much uh product to buy uh, not enough inventory of said product sometimes too much inventory it was just a pretty bad year uh, early January 1st, uh, Earthrise found in the U.S., which was uh, MicroMasters, and that's a pretty lame way to start off. But, yeah, yeah, yeah everybody got those, and those basically never sold out. And maybe the, maybe that... the Hot Rod Patrol sold out, but... Yeah, yeah, okay, I couldn't remember which was the first uh, MicroMaster Patrol from Earthrise, because, wow, did those barely even register with me. Yeah, and we got a big daddy, and it's like, oh, okay, we got another big daddy. Great. Yeah, I think it's over here somewhere. Yeah, it's it's on this table, and it's probably of the micro masters I actually bothered buying. It's probably the uh, just about the best ones. Yeah. Uh, at the end of January, there was uh, some Transformers movie rumors. Uh, two new Transformers movies under development by Hasbro and Paramount. There's always Transformers movies in development. There's probably a Don Ferguson biopic. In development somewhere by somebody. Uh, and Beast Wars rumored to be the other new Transformers movie reboot from Paramount. This seemed like huge, exciting news for a lot of people. Uh, I don't know that People we... who didn't watch any of the previous five movies. Yeah. I don't know that we... I don't know that anything else popped up about this all year. I don't remember. Not really. Yeah. So, uh, I, it doesn't mean it was squashed. It just means that, you know... Development some, hell. Development hell. Literally, if something's in development, don't get excited. Because the odds are not good that it's going to come out. It just mm-hmm. means that there's a draft of a script sitting on somebody's desk waiting for somebody to do or, something with or it. Or an order for a script. Even yeah. worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, February, Transformers Earthrise Voyager Grapple and Starscream spotted in U.S. retail. And, and you can still see Grapple now. Yeah. And, yeah. Star, and Starscream, you can find a Starscream, but they're not as... And plentiful. if you can't, you will soon because it's reshipping in Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that uh, this was basically what uh, set me off on my tour to Targets when I remembered that I live in Charlotte, basically, and there are like... 15 to 20 targets within like a 30 to 45 minute drive from where I live. Hmm. So that was eye opening to me because I never really thought about it that way. And I got, I visited so many targets earlier this year and I miss it. I really do miss it. I don't like toy hunting, but when I know I could just go out and drive to five targets in an hour and a half, uh, that was pretty, that was a lot of fun. That was genuinely a lot of fun. I'd go on lunch. I would go take take lunch and drive to three different targets to look for toys. After the show, sometimes on Wednesday, you yep. would take off and go to Target. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Uh, I miss outside. Yep, me too. Uh, first, I look... miss eating inside places, but yeah. that's a different argument, I guess. Yeah, same mm. thing. Uh, first look at Earthrise Commander Class, Skylinks, Titan Scorponok, and new Battle Masters. Honestly, I'd forgotten that Scorponok was this past year. And I think all but one of those battle masters that we saw in this didn't materialize. Really? I believe the, I believe the only one there that became a thing was a double crosser. Holy crap! Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, but this is one of those infamous oh, like geez. things we're not supposed to see. Yeah, because this was some kind of like a vendor uh, catalog thing. That's funny. Uh, My Little Pony's Cross Transformers comic book crossover is real. I did not read it. Don, I'm sure you did. What did you think? I have not read it yet, but I do plan on getting the trade. (laughs) I need to read it. There's a lot of Transformers crossover stuff past year or so. That's the one I didn't read for some reason. I don't know why. Well, this Uh, next one's great. (laughs) This would cause quite an uproar. Uh, This was way more controversial than uh, I expected. And I don't know if I should say this or not. Okay, so Transformers Fan Convention, BotCon returns in 2021. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail about what happened, but there's a lot of blowback uh, based on... um, BotCon carries with it a lot of passion and a lot of... uh, A lot of passion, I'll say. People miss BotCon. People don't miss FunPub. And... But the thing is, FunPub... You know, the the trains did run on time for the most part after a while. You know, things were pretty rough to begin with. But uh, people people miss BotCon, but, you know, there's there's some controversial things about it. And uh, that uh, certainly uh, raised a lot of flags around the Internet with basically who and what and all the specifics on what was going to be involved and who was going to be involved. Uh, so much so that so I don't know that I mentioned. I think I mentioned this to you guys. I'm not going to mention names, but I somebody from the that organization did reach out to me, talking about wanting to be on the show at some point to do an interview about yeah about about this. I'm like I don't really do interviews, but you know th- it's news, and we talked about it. I'm like, hey, why don't you just like not come on the show and just let this settle? Maybe overall that'll be what's best. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, go back and listen to RFC in, in February, or better, uh, I was going to say better yet, go to Twitter. 
you know, no, fun, that's never a good that's idea. That's never a good idea. Yeah, I, that's not very good. I, you know, I so I, I would say go back and listen to RFC in early February. Just look in uh, the show descriptions. I can't give you a specific episode number that this was pulled from. Uh, I think that this is something that's worth um, knowing about as a Transformers fan. But I don't want to go. We don't want to go into specifics here, and we don't want to rehash whatever. But it was at the time; it was kind of a mess. Start looking around six sixty or so. That should be around the right time frame. Yeah, and this was also. I'll just end it there. Go, go, go! Listen to the episode. Um, this was that was that was. I forgot that was this year. God, that seemed like forever ago. Uh, let's see here. Uh, going back to February, Fans Hobby MB15 base mode prototype images for unofficial super mode Armada Optimus Prime. I thought I removed all the third party stuff. Uh, and, show notes. Uh, and almost a year later, and I think they're almost ready to release it. Yeah. Hey, but that's farther along than the Takara Armada Optimus isn't. Yeah. Well, theoretically, that's something they could release at any time. They just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, we designed this really nice toy, but we don't know what to do with it. Yeah, so we're just gonna shelf it. Uh, diecast fans hobby is one of the good ones, right? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, they made the um, like I think their debut thing was that G two Optimus Prime and uh, Scourge mm. uh, theft, and they also they did, did the, the um, Monster yeah, they did the God Jinrai and uh, oh the Monster Bots, yeah, people love that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They also did the Overlord, which is yeah, that's what I was trying to it. mention. Double evil. Yeah, no, uh, Fans Hobby is um, one of the popular and well-regarded ones. It th That changes, though. Like, which ones are, you know, well-regarded at any given time, so... Yeah, I'm, but they've pretty well kept up their reputation. I really, at one point, came really close to buying Lightning Eagle. Their, uh, uh, Thunderclash, yeah, yeah. Thunderclash. They're not Thunderclash. Uh, I decided that third party's not my thing, and I don't want to invest $200 in something that I'll probably end up giving away later. So, right. So, but uh, it the stuff does look good. It looks good. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, Cyberverse our Adventures Deluxe Hot Rod First Look. Uh, I think this is when we learned that we were going to have uh, like cyber uh, generation style deluxes. In no, no, the first wave had already been out. I'm pretty sure, or the first wave that was revealed at uh, New York Comic Con in 2019. Oh, it was a month or two later that they actually came out. Yeah. So um, this first look at Hot Rod was the first thing we had seen of any of the second wave of product. Yeah. So did, did any of this actually change our opinions of Cyberverse from a toy line perspective, these generation-style toys? I don't think it really did. I mean, not entirely, because like, what I wanted from Cyberverse from the beginning was uh, the continuation of the Robots in Disguise Warrior class. Yes. Uh, which were really consistently excellent toys for being non-generations product. Um, the Cyberverse Deluxes never really seemed to quite That's hit the same mark. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, like, I guess with enough time, they kind of got there because I've got like I've got RC and Thunder Howl and um, the two that just came, two of the three that just came out, Starscream and Prowl, and like RC's kind of meh, and Thunder Howl is mostly notable for transforming in an interesting way, whereas Starscream and Prowl actually look mostly and feel genuinely pretty good. So I think like it's been probably a longer development and learning process that they went through with Robots in Disguise for some reason, but 
they're getting there just in time for the line to end this year. Yeah. yeah. I think it could also, Chris, be more like a your mileage may vary kind of thing because I wasn't even after what happened with RID 15 being such a letdown as far as what it, what it was supposed to be to me. I wasn't really giving Cyberverse that much of a look. And it, when these came out, I, it was at least more willing to get me to look at the figures and consider them versus what had been on the shelf before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, I'll transpose these. Uh, Transformers, the manga volume one from Viz Media came out. We'd already, we knew these were coming out, but we, uh, we're, most of us were excited about it. Um, the manga volume three hits Amazon pre-orders around the same time. Uh, it's pretty cool that these came out. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it, when I say it's G one, it is G one. It's legit, real G one that most people have never read. But it's not the G one that you know. Like if all you know is the cartoon, keep in mind the <laughs> comics are completely different. Uh, if you've only read the comics, the cartoon is completely different for the most part. But the uh, the manga is it's real deal, legit G one that you've probably never read, but it is different. It's, it's extremely different. It's extremely different. Yeah. It's and the further you go into the, the more, continuity, yeah. the more different it becomes. Until you hit victory, where it is almost literally an entirely different story. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but it is definitely worth your time. Oh yeah, if, I wish we would have had like a suitable category in our um, RFC awards, like most interesting weird thing that happened. Yeah, that, it, that would qualify. You know, Viz releases all of the Japanese exclusive Transformers manga in three bound volumes. Yeah, I, I never expected to read the stuff in a retail packaged. Yeah, once again, I have to give my thanks to Rob here for sending me volume three, so I could actually finally for myself read. The, the Battle Stars through um, Operation Combination story page content, which is the only fiction material for those three years of product. I've not, I've not had a chance to read anything past Volume One, and I've not finished Volume One. I have to go back and finish this stuff. Yeah, it's great. Definitely. You will enjoy it. Yeah, uh, but it's awesome. The stuff came out. Yeah, uh, War for Cybertron, Earthrise, maps, images. Uh, that was something that I, was new. To us, that there were these uh, pack-in maps that you could sort of trace. Yeah, and then on. once once it came up that somebody was doing the effort of like um, scanning all of the pieces on the packaging inserts and assembling them, everybody stopped paying attention to the actual inserts being in the packaging because like it doesn't matter. I don't got to do anything with this. I can look at the scan later. Yeah, and they made the effort, of course, to put in uh, the little pla red plastic film. Yeah, which is awesome because it you know that was something very G one, but there are no tech specs, which I would much rather yeah. have tech specs to look at than a map. Unfortunately, yeah. when you have to have uh, twenty five different languages represented on your packaging, there's not much room for a bio. I'm not even saying a bio, yeah. just a tech spec. Yeah. Uh, okay, so craziness. So Toy Fair happened, and there's just a lot of stuff that popped up. We're not going to go into every single detail, but some interesting things were announced, uh, which included. Uh, the Tiger Transformers G2 handheld was going to be reissued. Never saw that coming. In a lot of ways, I guess it makes sense because there's so much 90s nostalgia going on now. 
and it probably costs about a nickel to produce them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know if it was recreated or if they had whatever assets and maybe assets is the right word assets in, in, around to, to re-engineer them. But I have it and it's pretty convincing. I mean, I'm sure there is a, uh, schematic basically for the logic chip that runs it and then it's just a matter of printing the lcd screen to be the right element so i don't even know if free engineering would necessarily be correct it's just you know manufacturing them based on the original specs yeah yeah be interesting uh let's see here cyberverse battle call line of voice activated transformers toys revealed i don't even remember this did they, these come out yeah they did that's um, things like um, Wild Wheel and what, Meteor Fire. Um, like, only the biggest toys had the the sound interaction gimmick. I, I, yeah, I saw the toys. I had no idea that was the gimmick. No idea. We covered this. I completely forgot that that was the gimmick. I need to pick some of those up. I never picked up a... Uh, I don't know that I picked up any of these. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the gimmick. Okay, so uh, there's some flame toy stuff that was announced. Oh boy, that was another. This is another controversial <coughs> one. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Windblade was. Uh, yeah, so was I, and continued to be a source of conversation. Yeah, I, I'll, yes. I'll I'll make no excuse. I'll make no um, excuses for my opinions on the stuff like that. I don't think toys need to, Transformers toys need to be sexualized. I just don't. I don't see the point in it. Uh, I know there are people. Like somebody on Twitter a couple days ago hit said, "Okay, so I guess that means Nice is the best RC that came out this year." And I'm like, "You know, I wouldn't say that." I, I, well, not, for one, it's not an RC. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I like I I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that because I just genuinely don't understand it. I'm glad that you do. <laughs> you know, if if you like it, great. But I think if there if something like that is released, it should stick in the third party realm. The problem with the Windblade is that it's licensed. It's official. Yep. Although, considering we never saw that really past that uh, concept stage, probably means uh, while their stuff is in implicitly licensed, probably not every single thing they show at a prototype stage has been entirely signed off on for like actual release as a retail product. Yeah. And and, and Windblade might have gotten the uh, the Red X stamp when Hasbro was actually presented with it. Mm. I. You know, I, I, you know, I never really thought about this or cared much about it before until I had kids. I heard, you know, parents of say, you know, oh, I don't, you know, my, I don't want my daughter to see this. I don't want my, you know, son to see this. And it, it never really struck me. But earlier this year, I was in a comic shop with my then eight-year-old daughter. And I don't remember what character. It might have been Batgirl or something like that. Either way, as a character she recognizes and it was like a statue, and she it was like a sexy statue, and she's like she thought it was horrible. It's like, what is this? Why is she? Why do you see? She basically like, why do you see your boobs? Why? Why is it showing all this? And I had a hard time explaining it to her. Like, I would like to take her into a comic shop, <laughs> you know, but like, um, you know, like I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want her to see a sexy Batgirl. I wouldn't if I had a son. I wouldn't want him to see a sexy Batgirl either. Uh, she knows Windblade. Windblade is one mm -hmm. of like five Transformers she can name. She can name RC, Optimus, uh, Windblade, Bumblebee, and Megatron. I think uh, she has she has come across Windblades before. It's like oh Windblade, awesome. 
uh, I wouldn't want my daughter to see that. And, you know, even even before that, I just didn't like it because I think it's silly. Like, I think it's silly, but as a parent, I also think it's kind of gross. Uh, so something licensed, I still don't think should, you know, be sexy, especially for, I mean, for like a robot. We don't need, you know, sexy robots. You can have your unlicensed sexy robots. But that was a big, that was a big, big controversial thing, mostly on Twitter. God, uh, there was a, like, and this was one of those things where, uh, I guess comics gators and people from outside the fandom, uh, heard that, you know, there are people out there who have different opinions than them and they don't like, they don't want like, you know, sexy robots, you know, that they go look in, you know, in the closet with, with the lights off and, uh, they came out of the woodworks and started harassing people who, you know, had different opinions than them. And of course those people went away and it quieted down, but, uh, yeah, this was a big mess. Big, big mess. Uh, Hasbro Pulse Delays, Masterpiece Burning Convoy, Generation Selects, Overbite, and Tentakill. A lot of stuff was delayed this year. Yeah. Yeah. MP48 Live Convoy in hand images of Beast Wars, second masterpiece. Hey, that did come out this year. Yeah. Photos look great. Uh, Bot Bot Series 5 Gold Rush Games, five pack found in Northern California Target. Remember Bot Bots? Uh huh. Yeah. Those were nice. That was, that was, that was, that was a great time. Uh, Toy Fair 2020 Hasbro brand presentation to be live streamed. That was a huge difference this year. So what we did for our Toy Fair coverage was we uh, basically talked over their presentation. But of course, as hopefully most of you know, we do a live Toy Fair stream every year. It, I don't think it, it... I like Diecast being there, whoever's there, like taking pictures and stuff. Um, but it sure is a lot easier to just sit on your butt and have a live stream tell you what's going on. And they basically use that model all year. Yeah. Uh, through Hasbro Pulse. They had to. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they, but not only did they have to, they expanded it greatly. It's like, they did way more live streams this year than there are conventions for them to cover. Mm -hmm. Uh, they started doing like these fan first Fridays and they would just, you'd sometimes randomly learn about one on a Tuesday that we were going to have a stream on a Friday. And yes, because the, the product samples that they wanted to show off actually came in that Monday, so they knew they could do it. Yeah. So And, and Brian, I would technically count your one thing as a yes, because you said HasCon. A PulseCon, yeah. We did have a PulseCon. I, but it's not what I meant. It's not what I meant. It's not in the spirit of it. Yeah. I believe it would have been a convention if it was not for COVID. And I really don't think it would have. I, I don't think it would I, have, yeah. I, I would count it was a two-day event. So It was. It was pretty big. We'll get to it. Uh, but a lot of stuff. We learned about uh, all these toys we've talked about. Stuff has come out this year. Uh, there's just so much excitement around things like Quintessons. Uh, Although one that I think is really worth noting specifically is the reveal of the um, War for Cybertron Netflix first wave uh, toys, and, and, which had pre-orders go up on Walmart basically immediately. And Diecast, um, how are you? Uh, how are you getting along with those uh, Wave One Netflix Walmart pre-orders that you put uh, in? Still waiting for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, well, mind you, Netflix someday. Wave Two is already on shelves. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Toys are in trouble. 
Uh, but yeah, so there's so much in the way of toys were announced at uh, Toy Fair. Uh, just go to tfradio.net slash 709, and we have all the links there. I don't think we need to go into much more details as far as what that is. Well, then I guess that about wraps up February for us, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were some uh, rumors that popped up. Um, uh, almost all of which ended up being correct. Yeah, Autobot, uh, let's see here. Was that the Decepticon clone? Yeah, the Decepticon clones. Uh-huh. Hubcap, Exhaust, Thrust. Uh, uh, SDCC, G.I. Joe, Crossover. Did that happen? No. Yeah, didn't think so. But then, you know, SDCC kind of also didn't happen. Yeah, but like stuff still made, made its way to some sort of channel. Uh, we had a ton yeah. of... So based on what the rumored stuff from this item came out of, we don't actually know whether that G.I. Joe crossover was a current thing that they were uh, had in progress or if it was a reference to something uh, older. Yeah, but there are a lot of crossovers we'll get into later. Jumping to March, Earthrise Sunstreaker and Trail Cutter revealed. Those did come out. We have them. Uh, let's see here. MP50 Tigatron was a nice surprise. Not RC. Yeah, we we had seen that in RC uh, in February from Wonderfest, where they were officially revealed. Yeah, a manga volume two cover images and details from Viz Media. Uh, coronavirus causes shortage of raw supplies for Hasbro and other toy manufacturers. Not surprising. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Earthrise Starscream alternate face accidentally revealed. Our buddy in seeing Galvatron found this at retail, uh, which. Head did it ultimately have what? What was? The oh, that's um, that's Skywarp's face. Skywarp's face. It turned out. Yeah, we thought it was going to be the Coronation Death Starscream, which I could still. Which they still could. They still could do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TFCon USA was canceled. Uh, thanks, COVID. Uh, which one was that going to be? Where is that going to be at? Chicago, Florida, Florida, Disney. And they so yeah, like they waited. Orlando. They waited as long as they could to do it, yeah. just in case there was some way to possibly make it work. Yeah, but, they, uh, yeah. but I think the the official cancellation came um, maybe like ten days before showtime, if that. Yeah, was I was bad. I was not making that one either way. Yeah, uh, I remember what it was. Is um, I think a lot of the guests just literally could not fly in. No, uh, you know, you know that that was that was a major problem. Was that the guests were having to cancel left and right because of airline restrictions and everything else. So yeah, and the that, they would, they would have, was trying to figure out if there was a way to make um, you know distancing practices work for uh, you know convention floor experience. Which you know, the more they looked into it, obviously that is just impractical and should not have been attempted. And thankfully, they it's didn't. good. It's good. Thing. Yes. Yeah, it's good. They didn't attempt that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a bad thing to have happen, but it's. Uh, good decision on their part that they went ahead and called the show off. Let's see here. Uh, reaction figures, I guess, would be announced. Uh, that might be the um, first fan first Friday, then, based on the way that headline's written. Yeah, reaction figures, we'll see you next Friday. Whatever that Whatever means. Whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Movie Masterpiece is going to be Starscream according to Japanese product listing, which it ended up being... Uh, Hasbro shares soars the CEO, CEO sites. Great demand for toys. Uh, notes that China supply chain is coming back. Um, of course, you know China was the first location hit by coronavirus, and uh, of course they, you know, ahead of the curve in that respect. So um, they ended up uh, catching up and 
mostly recuperating. Yeah, so, yeah, they were able to bounce back, and things ended up, uh, as far as supply chain goes, ended up uh, course-correcting. Um, fans toys... Hey, who for- the third-party stuff in here? Yeah, this, I left it in. Uh, fans toys 48, not Jazz, and Fans toys 49, not Mirage, I guess, right now. Now, cast, did these come out? Uh, no. <laughs> did, they, they, they may in four or five years. Okay, the right, link... Because Fans toys... The link that we had for those toys no longer functions, so... <laughs> Whoops. I still function. Yeah. Uh, Studio Cell now with heads and head and wings. So this is one that they were... That's the Zeta Unicron. Yeah, they were worried about, I guess, being sued. So they started showing off parts. I, God. Body without the head and the wings. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so a flashback to uh, year in review 2019 when there was the whole HasLab Unicron thing and Zeta Toys decided that it was a great time for them to uh, promote their unofficial Unicron alike. Uh, and then that just suddenly disappeared. Yeah. And, and we think we think there was some pressure applied on them to, you know, not do that. Yeah. And so uh, then Studio Cell popped up and took over that and uh, started showing off a headless, wingless Unicron body. Yeah. It, it well, was at, a whole weird situation. Was yeah. It was just sold parts. It was for some retailers, but a lot of retailers would ship you both parts. And it's even funny because they used a different name for the head and the wings. That's so silly. A different company name than the body. Well, <laughs> I, I remember no one throw, throw through that clever subterfuge. Yeah. Well, I remember we were talking about that at the time. That Because um, remember, Hasbro extended it there at the the last minute-ish kind of thing. So when they announced it, they probably thought the crowdfunding had not gone through. And the timing was just like, oh, we're going to extend it. So therefore, you know, because we, we thought about that was kind of what was going on is, you know, they said it was thinking Hasbro was not going to crowdfund it, and then they extended it. So it was kind of a... Yes. Yeah. Okay, so April, Cartoon announces... Their announcement of Generation Select Super Megatron. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, Earthrise Earth Mode two pack listing found on Amazon. What did that end up being? Prowl and Ironhide. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Generation Select Super Megatron's Ultra Modes revealed. Great toy. Uh, Target exclusive Earthrise Seekers two pack and Decepticon Clones two pack. Uh, and boy, were they hard to get. Not the clones so much. And the Seekers ended yeah, up being pretty easy to find eventually. Yeah, you just had to have some patience. Yeah. I I had a hard time finding the Seekers. Uh, I found them I found them a couple of times. I didn't even buy them because everybody had them by that point um, mm-hmm. later on. But the first and of time... Of course, I cracked the code to order them from the website yeah, too. The so. first time I got them, I ended up finding them. Finding them uh, I did like store pickup in South Charlotte. Again, I took lunch. It took me 40, 30 minutes to drive there. Uh, I hit the button on the app. They brought it out to me in like 35 seconds, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I drove home. It was pretty awesome. Uh, Mid-April, not later in Sea Wing started shipping from Hasbro Pulse. I think it was the last two. Was possibly. Matt, what was the last two Seacons that came out before God Neptune and before Unicron? Tentacle and... Uh, overbite were the last okay, two. Okay, so then this, then this was wave three or wave two, excuse me. Yeah. That's Seacon. 
Uh, NPM Starscream. Oh yeah, NPM Starscream was revealed in April. Um, rumored Hasbro Generation Selects for late summer, including hubcap, grease pit, and exhaust. Hey, all those happened. And they did happen. Uh, we learned in April that SDCC was canceled. Like to get... the surprise of no one. Yeah. How do we? Still disappointing. Yeah, we we would try to do an SDCC stream every year. Sometimes, usually. Uh, so like. For a couple years, we tried to do live streaming for SDCC, and then it's just it ended up being more like either we delay that week's show to Thursday because they would do reveal events on Thursday, yeah. or we would just do um, an extra or something like that yeah. to catch whatever. I miss doing the streams, but that was something bigger when we were doing like the general audience shows and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, okay, uh, maybe we could do like Patreon live streams for stuff if we ever go back to reality. Uh, let's see here. Uh, May animated Transformers prequel activated. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. Uh, Nothing we have, ever developed more beyond that. Yeah, that I recall. Yeah, basically, Josh Cooley was going to direct a Hasbro uh, Entertainment One uh, animated Transformers movie prequel, and not and trans- that could still happen at some point. But you know, that's one of the many things that's just been put off. Again, it's not Transformers animated. It's an animated Transformers movie. So B-movie mm-hmm. or Bumblebee or something. Uh, TFCon Toronto and more now affected by coronavirus. Um, yeah, so more coronavirus impacts. Uh, Hasbro Q1 earnings call. New movies announced well, to be uh, worked on until 2022. And no... Is coming out? Uh, I thought it was... Nothing was going to be worked on. It could have been coming out. Yeah, I guess it is coming out. Let's see. What was on there? What was... Like, stuff got ended up getting bumped to 2021, like the G.I. Joe movie, which is done, right? I oh, there's a lot know. of stuff that's done, and it's just waiting until a better time to release it. Yeah. I guess it's coming out, but the way things are going, probably work on as well. Um, Let's see here... Uh, no news on the Transformers Netflix series. We would learn something about a little bit later on. I think it came out. We'll, we'll talk about it, though. I think it came out in August. Mm-hmm. MP39 Plus spin out is, uh, we learned, was coming out. It's Diaclone Sunstreaker, and I still need it. No one would buy those. It's beautiful. Um, the Earth Mode 2 pack contents revealed, which we talked about that a second ago. That uh, was, uh, what, Prowl and Ironhide? Yeah. And... Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, we got uh, more Netflix deluxes uh, coming. Question mark. mark. This is an interesting thing, too, because most of the stuff that was in this list ended up not actually materializing yet. Yeah, so Zobavor, our pal Zobavor, former contributor back in the day, like back in the 90s, uh, uh, posted what he found on... Um, I guess a Walmart computer and it was stuff that came, a lot of stuff came out. Uh, but, um, so Bumblebee, which came out, Quintesson did not come out, come out. Will Jack came out. Impactor came out. Deep cover did not. Red alert did. Barricade did not. Alita one did. Who's deep cover? Oh, uh, that would be a, it would, if and when it, another side it would swipe. be a side swipe redeco. Okay. I was trying to think of the right way to phrase that. Or probably more specifically a red alert redeco, because it would have the light bar, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Generations Lex got Neptune teased. And 
boy, what a tease. Uh, there's another HasLab Unicron update. I don't know that that one was as important as the first one. Uh, uh, that might have been the one where you're talking about the packaging. Yeah, the gigantic box. Which mm-hmm. Earthrise, also in May, Earthrise, Dead Optimus Prime leaked the alternate universe. Optimus, which I think some of us ended up buying a second one, or at least waited to get one super cheap uh, as a Prime Day deal. Uh, let's see here. We learned about God Neptune. Uh, and what's this? Netflix Deluxe. That's one of the things that didn't happen yet. Yeah. It was our first hint that there might be Beast Wars toys coming in yeah. the future. Yeah, Netflix Deluxe Cheetor and My Little Prime. So My Little Prime is the uh, tran- uh, Transfers Cross My Little Pony toy that came out finally. It was a PulseCon exclusive, if I remember right. Um, I don't think it was an exclusive. It might have debuted during that. Yeah, maybe. I think I think GameStop has it. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Um uh, Studio Series Devastator pack coming to retail soon. That ended up being Studio Series sixty nine, and it's well over nice. two hundred. Yeah, well over two hundred dollars, and I'm never going to buy it. Why uh, would you? Yeah, exactly. TF Nation and big broadcast of twenty twenty coming this summer. Basically, the convention is virtual, like other people are doing, kind of like our live streams. Uh, and that seemed to go over pretty well for them too. Yeah, it did. There's a lot of chatter on it on Twitter. Uh, TFCon, I think, did the same thing later on. Yes. yes. I don't know that that was quite as vocal, vocal on Twitter, but our British Transformers friends are very, very passionate about their community, more so mm-hmm. than any other Transformers fan segment. And that's a good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm super jealous about it, honestly. Uh, Action Toys, Ultimate Megatron images. Hey, Diecast, did you get that? Yeah, I got like six of them. Huh. Um, they're great. No, yeah. <laughs> I no. They're they're like a thousand dollars. Like a thousand dollars, yeah. I don't know any. So you only got two. Yeah, I only got two. Do you know anybody that buys these? No, I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that. I know, I know, I I know there are people out there that I know that have them, but I don't know that anybody advertises that they get them. I guess it's like those high end statues. Yeah. I don't know anyone that buys the statues. No, but somebody must buy them because they keep making them. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so June. Uh, movie Masterpiece Ratchet officially announced. Uh, you can get that now at Target. Uh, Earthrise, Probably. Yeah, Earthrise Blue Streak listing. Yay. Did we know that was going to be an exclusive at that point? Not really. Um so we didn't know where it was going until like people found it because all the hints up to the point of somebody finding it on a shelf somewhere made it look like it was going to be an Amazon product. Yep. We still need a blue blue streak. I agree. I, yeah. I want yeah. it to be a select thing at some point or well I don't even care what format it comes out in, just make it make it so. Yeah, make it yeah. so. Uh let's see here. Uh KFC Metal Phase 6 unofficial Junkion. Did that come out? Uh, yeah, they're out. Is it any good? Uh, it's KFC. Yeah. They're okay. It'd be better if it was Popeyes. Uh, Studio <laughs> Series goes to 1986. Oh, God, that was... I, that was in June. That was in June, and I found out that somebody... I think somebody blocked me on Twitter because I was so um, vocal about this. Mostly just obnoxious. To, is obnoxious the word you were looking for? Obnoxious about this. And I was mostly obnoxious just to get Eric's goat. 
Well, you succeeded in getting somebody's goat. I got somebody's goat, yeah. Uh, oh. So at least one person blocked me because of uh, about all that. So um, I know we're getting a Grimlock, but are we getting a Null, too? Yeah, yeah. Null is a separate listing. It's going to be a Deluxe. Okay. Yeah. God, Studio Series 86 is my new favorite thing. Um, yep. Let's see here. Oh, the Maverick Transformers Cross Top Gun. God, I think this was a Saturday when that news broke. I was on the road and looking at Twitter, and I hope Kim was driving. Kim was driving. Thank you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, um, what the hell is all this? But we learned about uh, the Maverick, which we didn't know the name at that point. Uh, Thrust, uh, Soundwave, Cyclonus, and Hubcap, all in somebody's now apartment. The, now, the Soundwave we're referring to specifically is what would become the uh, Netflix yeah. Soundwave, the Earth mode. Mm -hmm. I just want to. You know, make yeah, it sorry, yeah, but it was just photos. I guess it was something somebody stole from a factory or something. I, I think yeah, I would the, assume. Uh, Transformers Top Gun is the only Transformers like retail release figure. Well, that's not even a retail release figure right? if you count Hasbro Pulse, but it's the only Transformers mainstream figure that I did not get this year. Are you counting Cyberverse? No, not Cyberverse. Oh. Just um. You know, generations style. Oh. Well, okay. That's not really so remarkable, then, is it? Because there's like a hundred toys you didn't get this year if you're not counting Cyberverse. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what else? Uh, Earthrise, Snapdragon, Megatron, Quintesson, Judge, official images. Hey, remember Snapdragon came out this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm happy he came out. He's he's not the best, but he's, he's certainly better than Ape Face. He's a decent figure. Yeah. 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 No, it just struck me how, like, Snapdragon did not even register as a blip on our, like, best of lists. Yeah. In other years, he might have. Um, Poor Snapdragon. Yeah. I think Apeface took the sad trombone in 2019. Probably. From at least some of us, yeah. 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 Uh, Transformers Battlegrounds announced for current-gen consoles, and it would come I out a few months that later. Came out. It did. Yeah. I, I have it. I have it. I played it for five minutes. I think it's about like fifteen bucks on Amazon now. If anybody wants to give it a shot, yeah. Yeah, it's not my it's not my um, preferred Transformers um, or video game style or genre, but it's a Transformers game and it's cheap, and I bought it. Which is like, in some respects, at least more than you can say for uh, the Japanese PS2 game. Oh God, because that wasn't cheap, but you bought it anyway. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I, I do not. I do not. I, I burned a copy on DVD. Okay, so you paid probably about what it was worth. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was like 2003. So that was yeah. I I pirated that nearly 20 years ago. So I can. And then the following year, the Armada theme game came out in the U.S. and that was a much better experience. Yeah, I actually don't own a copy of the PS2 game. I need to get the uh, or the Japanese G1 game. I need to get it. Also, I stand corrected. It's currently $50 on Amazon. That is but, more than I paid. Yeah, but keep an eye on it because when it goes on sale, it seems to go very on sale. So you, you should get a, a crack at a much better price. If I you're paid like 30. Paying attention. I paid like 30 for it. Yeah, like I said, I've, I've seen it go as low as like 15 or 20 uh, in the last few days. Uh, keep an eye out on Gamefly. You can probably get it for uh, for about that sometime soon. Yeah. Well, you don't, we don't have an affiliate link for that, though. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Alternate Universe Sleep Mode Optimus Prime and Package. Yep, that came out. Uh, Studio Series 65 Blitzwing. Yeah, That's... that came out. Wait, did it? Yeah, I have it. I don't like it, but I have it. Oh, yeah. I you're... like Blitzwing. 
Nightwing. What what's coming out next? What's coming out next year? Starscream. 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 Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the Starscream they're actually calling Starscream instead of the uh, Starscream that was originally Starscream, and then they decided they didn't want Starscream in the movie, so they <laughs> renamed it Blitzwing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that Blitzwing. I ended up getting a second one, not intentionally. I donated it. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Siege is going to start July 30th. It sure did on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, uh, Transformers Red Toy Line Revealed. Sad trombone. Uh, Back to the Future crossover 35th anniversary. Uh, Something else that was um, uh, controversial was that uh, numbered edition of Gigawatt or Gigawatt, however you want to say it. That was going for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And Ugh. Brian is going to check eBay right now. Did they even come out? Not no. Yet. <laughs> no, they haven't been released. That's great. They're going to be like my uh, Wave 1 Netflix figures. Okay, I mean, I guess I should rephrase it. We are not aware of them being released. And if all 1,984 of them went to scalpers for eBay resale, we probably never would find out that they've been released. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so someone watches eBay for them. Well, that's what Brian's doing right now. So the prices have dropped. I I've come across some that were had sold recently for under a hundred dollars. Now it looks like most of them for sale are in the two hundred ish dollars range. So still too much. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Generation Selects IDW Centurion. Yep, that mm. happened. With the accessory yeah. pack. With the accessory pack, yeah. Yeah. Although I think when that item came up, we didn't know that part of the time. I think that specifically is referring to um, where somebody had a sample in hand just of the uh, Brunt recolor. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and final thing for June, Machine Eagle Test Shot. That is the fan's hobby, uh, not Machine Wars Optimus Prime. Yes. Did that come out, Diecast? Uh, I think so. And it has uh, it has the correct head, the face mask, uh, the face plateless. I may have, may have two different ones. I don't remember. Next year, if we cover any third-party stuff, we should keep a running tally of what actually came out and what didn't. Yeah. Well, we're trying to do that. We're just doing very badly at it. Yeah. Our running, yeah. Our running tally of what came out and not is, hey, Diecast. Yep. Jumping to July, Earthrise Dirge revealed with a leaked sample. Sure was. I mean, I I will take its word for it because it's written there. I don't actually specifically remember that happening. But there's so many leaks, it's not surprising and eventually they po- start to run together. Yeah, and you posted this one. Oh, that's probably another good reason for me to not remember because like, it's like being on the podcast. I don't remember half the things I say once we finish actually you know, yeah, being I here. I think Dirge was the one where the leak, the leak picture only had one arm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like the, uh, yeah, like the drummer from Def Leppard. Yeah, th- thank you, Matt. That actually uh, that triggered memory for me. Uh, let's see here. Photos of uh, Centurion Drone. Uh, photos of Red, Optimus, Megatron, and Soundwave. And they were much worse than we ever really realized at that point. Uh, Optimus still didn't have a basketball hand. Nope. Generation Selects Tiger Track and Rotor Storm photos. Oh, did the Tiger... Yeah, so... So this ended up being kind of a thing too because of Rotor Storm having Spinister's head in these initial photos. Yep. Oh yeah. And Tiger Track looks a lot better in those photos. You think? Yeah. 
I thought Tiger Check looked really good in hand. Which one came out hard? Which one was rough looking? Was the paint? You're thinking of with paint mismatch? Yeah, uh, Sunstreaker. Was it Sunstreaker that had the paint mismatch? Okay. Yeah, Sunstreaker had the really bad yellow mismatch. Okay. But yeah, yeah, so like with Rotorstorm, the everything they were showing had the spinister head still on it, but the product information for it said that it, the product information and the copy they were reading from on the Fan First Friday stream were all making big points about how it had a head based on the IDW appearance of Rotorstorm when, you know, what they were showing made it obviously false. So that ended up being a thing for a little while. Yeah. Um, it's probably in here somewhere where, um, just, uh, yeah, okay, so in News Desk 111, which is a little bit farther down, it was a subsequent Fan First Friday, and they made a point to show off the correct head, which they had the factory um, swap onto another production sample for them and send along pictures so they could actually prove to us that, yes, yes it has right. a new head. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So as I crack open a dollar store rip it energy drink and the flavor is power, which Kim picked up for me prior to recording because she knew that I would need some energy drink. I'm going to take a quick sip just to see how what power tastes like. Probably burns a little bit. Power has no taste whatsoever. It's interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, photos. But can of, you feel the power? Not yet. No. Uh, Fowers. Photos of uh, the Dead Optimus Prime. I thought that had come out by this point. Another Fan First Friday uh, happened. Uh, that's where we saw photos of a reissue blaster. More Dead Optimus. The Centurion drone. The red toys. Uh, Rotor Storm and Tiger Track. Uh, let's see here. Again, Blaster is going to be reissued at Walmart. You can probably find one there now. Yep. Uh, Run a buck. Uh, photos. God, the paint that came, was out on that toy. Um, I like it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Movie Masterpiece Ratchet photos popped up. And I think a lot of people were, got excited for that toy. And if I can get on clearance for really cheap, I'll be excited too. People got really excited for the idea of the existence of Movie Masterpiece Ratchet. Yeah. And then they saw the actual Movie Masterpiece Ratchet and were less excited. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, photos of Sunstreaker and Trailbreaker. Yeah, I actually kind of want to take a peek at that because I want to see what the stock photos look like uh, color-wise for Sunstreaker. Because, boy, that yellow mismatched in person. Uh, it, it, there, it looks... Better in their photos than it does in person. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> kind of misleading. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, that's extremely misleading, actually. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So here, uh, News Desk 107 uh, teaser for the new masterpiece Starscream. You can find that on the website, or again, it's in the show notes that we're gonna we're looking at right now. Uh, let's see mm -hmm. here, teasing masterpiece Starscream in a silhouette. It's not fair. Uh, we got some more info, or some info, on the Gigawatt figure, including photos and the fact that it was going to be uh, numbered, and the release was planned for October. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Walmart.com. Uh, let's see. Here. Also planned for October with Studio Series Leadfoot at Target. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Top Gun Cross Transformers Maverick officially revealed. Yay. 
Another, Boy, that was a letdown of a day. Yeah, another fan first Friday. Uh, that was just a tease for it. I guess we have a recap. Uh, Transformers reveals to take place at Walmart Collector Con. What a horrible thing Walmart Collector Con is. Mm. I mean, it was what a yeah. power. What was it like? Just a PowerPoint deck or something like that? Well, there wasn't like a convention. Well, no, Walmart yeah, there wasn't even anything like that. It was just is... product listings going up. Yeah, what Walmart Collectors Con is, is for all the collectors to pre-order stuff that they want that Walmart will never ship you. <laughs> and also ordering it blind with no pictures. Because yes! Of the, because or product the, names. Or product names. Yes, it's, you know, again, that's why, that's why I did this at the beginning of the episode with the biggest news of the year is all this stuff rolling out as store exclusives. That. And this was the start of that yeah. whole, yeah. The whole mess. Yeah. And this was a, this was the this was the first sign that it would be like this for the entire year. We would eventually and, get pictures, I guess. That's something. And it was worse for some people too, because like they placed the pre-orders, and within a matter of days, if not hours, in some cases, uh, the pre-orders were getting canceled out from under them for no reason. Yeah, yeah my 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 pre-orders did not ship. And I was able to go on Walmart.com and wait for the item to go in stock, like Bumblebee. I ordered Bumblebee, and it got shipped to my house, and my original pre-order from July never shipped. You know, we should have had a, a category for the awards for worst exclusive partner. Walmart had to be network. the worst. Oh. The network cap. No. Oh well, you can't count that because that's a preview. But yeah, uh, networks pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, there were some, there was some stuff that was the primary release mechanism for. Nobody has Walmart, a great experience. I mean, worse. Nobody gives you a great experience. Yeah. No. I'll be honest, Ryan. I think I would I will put Target worse than Walmart because at least with the number of Walmarts, you've got a slightly better chance. I have more but targets you, than Walmarts. Yeah, but if you have a small target like I do, I've got like the second smallest footprint that they have in my area. There's nothing between me and Greensboro at all. So at least with Walmart, you generally, again, I'm using generalizations, have a better chance of finding your Netflix stuff versus Earthrise Trust that might be at this Walmart. It may not. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Studio Series 86, Slag and more from Walmart listings. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of uh, listings popped up at this time. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Uh, have to go into all of that. Uh, oh, here we go. Job moves from Transformers to Power Rangers. Yeah, and that came as... I, how do we learn about that? Has LinkedIn changed or something? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't know that we had... We knew who uh, had replaced John until, no, I was, until I was talking to him on that call last month when it was Lenny. I don't know that we knew that Lenny had taken uh, John's place as the... Well, as I understand it, Lenny and one of the other people who was already on the team are basically, like, co-leading the team. Well, now. Lenny is... Yeah, and Lenny is doing the job for uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh. But, like, I didn't know that he was uh, replacing John until I was talking to him, and he was... He and Ben were running point on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I Actually... Again, he he's newer to the role, so he's less 
Um, he's more open, I think, with not that John's not open, but John is also very practiced in talking to fans. So he doesn't give too much information. And he's good at hinting without mm. saying. Lenny is was is much more open and direct, which I like. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a different experience. I mean, the thing too, like John obviously really enjoyed being in what I would call like a performance role when interacting with the fans, yes, like yeah. you know, playing mm-hmm. playing the part of doing the the coy reveals. Um, you know, he was probably playing that up a little bit more than was necessary. Oh, I agree. For um, Lenny's been around with the team for a long time. Um, we probably all remember seeing him uh, at BotCon 2015 and 2016, if not earlier than that, even. Um, so he's new to the specific job, but definitely not new to um, development on Hasbro's side. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, gosh, and had, did we meet Mark at this point? Uh, meet Mark in in respect to. Um, he, I think he was on the Fan First Friday when they revealed Rotor Storm. Yeah, but Mark basically in that, and he's been on Transformers and he's been at Hasbro for a while, doing different stuff. But like he Just came kind of not visible. Yeah, he came to the fore though with that Fan First Friday, mm-hmm. and people like loved him. And I when when I got a chance to speak, he's a to personality. Him, yeah, I, I asked him for his autograph, and mm-hmm. that was that was fun. Um, let's see here. Uh, TCG, the Transformers collectible card game, comes to an end. Which well, that's that's a shame. Yeah, it probably was another victim of COVID. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. come down to it, yeah, it's a shame. I really liked it. Um, yeah, the I people who are into it are really, really passionate about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was never like into it, but I wound up doing a lot of uh, reviews and unboxings for T formers, and it was a is a really well produced card game and very well supported and just when you can't have people close enough to play a card game it's really kind of hard to get to keep a growing card market, game yeah. in the market sure is though i i'll say this going to the comic shop that i in very infrequently go to i see nearly mm-hmm. as many people in there playing card playing games now as i did pre covid and they're not wearing masks either but that's not well their funeral yeah uh, exclusive Quintesson Pit of Judgment box set revealed in to uh, sweet, joy, joyous screams and squeeing. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I've still never opened mine just because the packaging is too nice of a design me too. to disturb. Me too. And when the pre-order went back up, I pre-ordered it again, but then I canceled it because, damn it, I've spent too much toys money on toys this year. Fair um, enough. Yeah, but yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, RSC News Desk 111, the second Fan First Friday recap. A lot of stuff here. Uh, Autobot Alliance, Ironhide and Prowl <laughs> revealed. Yeah, again. so like a lot of what this Fan First Friday content was was just like the official acknowledgement yeah. of a lot of stuff that we had realized, gotten leaked, or put together prior to this point. So yeah, the Ironhide and Prowl official reveal happened. That might have actually been... the No, it Okay, so that was almost the first we'd seen of those toys. Several hours before the stream started, somebody dug them out of the um, database of some store somewhere and posted them. Um, So the same thing with the Seeker Elite Ramjet and Dirge 2-pack, which was another Amazon exclusive uh, this year. Uh, Same deal with digging up the photos hours ahead of time. Uh, and then the bulk of this was the second wave of Netflix War for Cybertron products. So the second leader unboxing pack, which somebody added an UG to after the bullet point here, which I completely agree with. 
we really need to at some point in this talk about the wave one unboxing pack and how that went down in practice but um so there's that which um spoilers is nemesis prime uh <laughs> spoilers Voyager's, is about barely a spoiler yeah voyagers optimus prime and soundwave deluxe's impactor red alert wheeljack alita and bumblebee um and then as an uh aside to that we had a photo of a production sample badge posted by the Takaratomi team uh, very shortly after the stream ended. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the uh, unboxing toy? Like, the Netflix toys uh, arrived in stores in April? April. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So, like, the, the big feature thing when they revealed that first wave was we've got a leader-class toy, and it's in blind packaging, and it's a spoiler for the Netflix Siege show. So we want to make sure, you know, everybody should be surprised on this. So, you know, don't talk about what's in this like that was going to happen. It was a very, it was a very um, fun pub botcon move to yeah. say don't spoil the toy you just bought. But um, that part aside, so the Netflix leader class is $60. It's $10 over the uh, regular leader class price point. It comes with some Play-Doh and some Energon cubes and a Battlemaster mm -hmm. for your extra so-called value. Um so on Walmart store shelves, there's just this, um, you know, gray box with printing on it, but it doesn't tell you anything about what is inside of it. No character name, no character art, nothing, no window. So they sat there and sat there. And then people started tearing them open to see what was inside of them. The one that I have that I picked up for triplet was the last one that my Walmart had. And somebody had cracked it open. It's perfectly intact. Mm -hmm. But they cracked it open. I still haven't seen Triplet since last year to give him anything that I have. So, oops. Yeah. But yeah, so um, within a matter of a few weeks, literally just a few weeks, they started getting clearance. Yeah. Uh, down from mm -hmm. $60 to um, 35 30s. Yeah, about $35. And the ones that had been broken open and resealed by the store, I saw as low as $20. Yeah. Uh, and this was just Siege yeah. Ultra Magnus in a dirtier deco than it started out in. So, like, it's super disappointing for what it is on top of being a really stupid presentation style. Now, where this goes uh, in relation to Wave 2, so apparently, we don't have any official word on this, but we can kind of put the pieces together. Uh, Walmart forced Hasbro to buy back the undistributed stock of these Wave 1 Netflix Ultra Magnuses because places like Entertainment Earth and Big Bad Toy Store started offering the Wave 1 Siege spoiler toys uh, at discounted prices in general. Uh, and then when they did the reveal for Wave 2, this uh, second unboxing pack, um, I think Hasbro Pulse maintained the uh, quote-unquote secrecy, but it was not exclusive to Walmart anymore, hence it being on Pulse, and other online retailers were offering it, and there was stock photos available to them of the contents of it, which they plastered, you know, front and center, because nobody is interested in the spoiler-style packaging. I believe yeah. when this went up on Walmart's website, too, they had stock photos with the contents mm -hmm. shown. And uh, so, uh, I'm almost done, Don. So, yeah, basically, right. like, it was too late in the process to not make this a stupid blind box $60 spoiler pack toy. If there's a third wave of this, we'll probably get a leader. I think it's not going to be in the style of packaging by then, though, because they'll be able to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, and when your figure shows in the span of a year, if it shows up at Walmart at full retail, clearance within a few weeks, and then shows up at Ollie's for... 25 bucks. For, for 25 <laughs> bucks, mm -hmm. there might be a lesson there 
to not blind box your $60 figure. Call me crazy, but a $2 blind box figure with register versus a $60 blind box figure on the shelf. Maybe that's not going to work. And the thing is, the thing is, like, yes, one from a general retail perspective, which, you know, general retail is, it's the, the sizable biggest chunk of their business, not collectors, just general people. But even among collectors, like, if the spoiler sucks, yeah. nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the spoiler for Ultra Magnus sucks. I yeah. mean, uh, Nemesis Prime, you can say what you will, but people like getting Nemesis Primes. So at least mm-hmm. the toy is more desirable. But as far as, like, a spoiler goes, it's it's a slightly it's slightly more spoilery than Ultra Magnus. I but it still yeah. sucks. I think they could have got away with a deluxe spoiler pack. Yeah, I agree. One of the assortment of, I think, five figures from Wave 1, probably the um, Decepticon Mirage. Like, make mm-hmm. that one be the and, spoiler and pack do, one that you can't be what's up with and it. Just, and, like, as far as packaging goes, just do an opaque window. Yeah. You don't, even, you don't even need new packaging. Just, you know, make the window opaque, and you're done. And, well, yeah, that, and don't put the product photos on the back. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, you don't. But like to your point, you don't have to uh, design a die to cut the box a different yeah. way. You yeah. can just substitute the materials. But yeah, like yeah. twenty dollars, I think they could have got away with. Nobody was going to jump on a sixty-dollar blind package toy with literally no way to know what's inside at the store without just tearing it open. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see here. That's that's our um, top pick for worst decision of the year. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Studio Series Leadfoot coming exclusively to Target. You don't say. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Runabout listing found in Target system. Rumored to be another exclusive. Yeah, that panned out too. Yep. Uh, Cyberverse box sets headed to Target. More of them. We've already had a couple at this point. Yeah. This is the Repugna set. God, I thought the Repugna set hit earlier than that. The Repugna set and the um, the Seeker. like flip changery Seekers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Transformers Chapter One Siege debuts on Netflix. Sadrabone. There are people who like it. I've seen their comments on Facebook. Yep, but it's really not for me. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a whole episode about that. Yeah. Uh, big item that happened, uh, Transformers Nab, Transformers Counter... Please, for me, capture uh, Transformers Counterfeiters. This was Yijang, right? Or was... Yeah, Yijang. I believe, yeah. yeah. And uh, basically clued us in on some of their practices and how they actually counterfeited toys. And it was a lot different than I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, they had uh, stolen or utilized, like, existing molds and stuff, but uh, they actually reverse-engineered. I guess some of the stuff had to be reverse-engineered, but uh, but everything seemed to be reverse-engineered, so. And uh, somebody became very rich uh, supplying uh, CAD models uh, based on the toys they were collecting. That's going to be a pretty awesome gig, isn't it? You collect toys, so you basically... Uh, make CAD models based on the toys that you bought, and uh, you make $15 million or whatever it is. Nice work if you can get it. Yeah. And yeah. I get caught. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Hasbro's QT results are not as uh, strong as uh, prior quarters and years. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, design art for the new Masterpiece Starscream. I don't remember this from Figure King. I guess you had the ability to uh, color in... Uh, 
a picture. Is that it? It's basically like a line art rendering of their CAD models for that. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that at all. They didn't have a prototype ready to show at that time, so they showed this as their, you know, first reveal. Oh, 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 design, it's not as in design the art, it's design art. Yeah. Oh, okay, I I understand you're confused now. Yeah. I thought I thought it was like uh, I thought like for the packaging you're going to be able to uh, do like art assets for it. And I'm like that makes no sense. Okay, it's late. It's, it's, it's late. It's I don't like, have enough caffeine. It's like a it's like the uh, blank creator cover version of a transformer. Exactly. You, yes. Oh, that, that would be great actually. Um, let's see here. Hasbro Fan Expo exhibit video. Uh, it's just a bunch of art assets in 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 three D meat space. Uh, if I remember right. Uh, but hey, G1 Funko Pops are on the way. Oh, God, and they're out. And, Man, two uh, plagues in one year. Who would buy them? I'm not buying any of them. I'm pretty proud of that. I was tempted by a couple of things, but then I realized that I would rather maintain my purity. <laughs> Tune into RFC 709 to hear Brian's review of his Transformers Funko Pops. I'm not getting it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I managed to get very few of the reaction figures, and I don't hate them. Uh, I do hate Pops. I genuinely hate Pops. I mean, the only reason I'm buying the reaction figures is for the card art. Oh, really, Don? But I didn't know that. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian? Yeah? It's everybody's first episode sometime. Yeah. I know. But, um... There's nothing. Tune in RFC 707 when Don told us that he <laughs> buys the reaction figures for their art. Well, also, well, 704, 698, and 675. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Don. But, I'm sorry. Uh, but, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, Pops couldn't even get me to buy Tailspin. There's no Pops. art. There's no, yeah, it's a, a there's, yeah. there's no, there's nothing but this oh, there's dead definitely soulless. definitely no art in Pops. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. but dead soulless eyes staring at you the from blackest the blackest eyes. The yeah, the, eyes. you know. Oh, great. It's the blackest night, Matt. Here we go again. But, um, yeah, just dead soulless eyes staring at you from a little square box. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. You know, I, I think what I'm going to do is sort of what I tend to do sometimes is I'm going to scan through and hit the high points for the rest of the year. I don't think we have to hit everything. You guys are okay with that. Yeah, a, lot so. of what we've got, a lot of what we've got left, too, is just like, hey, we've got pictures of these things Yes, now. exactly. Yeah. Uh, like production samples for uh, Alita 1 and Bumblebee from War for Cybertron series. Uh, yeah, probably the most notable thing out of this block, um, well, one of the two, is that Takara decided to uh, schedule a release of Siege Ratchet uh, in the middle of their Earthrise. Oh, that's releases. right. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, uh, well, it's because that body for Ratchet appears in the Netflix show and they were getting that around that time. So that was a current and relevant thing for them. Yeah. Uh, also Flames Toys uh, Windblade model returns with the new design. But we don't really know much more than that from that photo. But it also never turned up again after that. Yeah. So Yeah. Also, I, I like the this first one for August. Hey, Rob, did you know TFCon's going to be in Baltimore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hopefully uh, we can all do that. That would be great. People yeah, really. Uh, it's a long way off, yeah. but I still have my doubts. Uh, official yeah. in-hand, in-hand images of Dirge, Ramjet, Prowl, Ironhide. Um, so the photos. Okay, Megatron Day at GameStop. 
all the rulers of the deals. So basically, it was a big, 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 gigantic Transformers Appreciation Day at GameStop where they had, like, really crappy sales. Yeah, they had, like, 20% off of um, five of last year's toys. Yeah. Also, a pretty good discount on Scorponok that they never had in stock during the course of the sale. But as soon as the sale was over, Scorponok was magically back in stock at full price. Yeah. So imagine. I know. Uh, Master Market release date for Gigawatt. Uh, supposed to be released in October. Was it? I only got mine in uh, December. Yeah, I mean, I had mine earlier than that, but I got mine from Hong Kong. I still don't have mine. It's on pre-order from, I think, Walmart. So we'll see what happens. Oh, that means you're never going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Transformers join the battle in World of Warships. Oh, jeez. Game announced. That, <laughs> that, that happened? Just... Yeah, it did. Yeah. Well, and it I... was just Transformers riding boats okay. is exactly what it was. Uh, there was another HasLab Unicron update, basically because John DeLuna willed it into existence because it had been forever since there was a, another update. That was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had to be there, but like that was beautiful. Yeah. So uh, another thing that happened is in this year of too many fan first Fridays, they decided they're going to do Transformers Tuesdays, and they're going to be exclusives for like the next five weeks. Uh, Although to be fair, like every Transformers Tuesday thing was like fifteen minutes long, so yeah. it wasn't like a big time investment on either end yeah. of it. Yeah, but uh, it'd be what Generations likes Hot House is the first Tuesday reveal. Mm. Uh. First look at Earthrise Blue Streak. Boy, was it. Uh, let's see. Transformers Red Collection pre-orders pushed back to September 10th. Thanks, Walmart. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when this actually showed. That that feels like October, November. Uh, October probably sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Generation Selects G2 Megatron accidentally leaked. Ah, yes. I remember that. Because um, one of the people that Hasbro Asia officially works with. Oh, yes. Produce, uh, uh, like fan content pre-posted their video um, they either had scheduled wrong or they pushed the button at the wrong time yeah so yeah. um a few days before the proper official announcement that was up briefly so we got a few not great looks at it but you know enough uh generation selects bug bite revealed for the second transformers tuesday that's also a bit of a sad trombone for me yeah that shipped pretty quick though didn't it? i feel i feel like i got that really early on after moving into my new house yeah, I'm, yeah, Bug Bite was one of the earlier ones that shipped out. Um, Hot House was just a few weeks after the reveal, if I remember right. But yeah. Bug Bite, we were kind of let down by because obviously we were expecting a Volkswagen Bumblebee redeco, and it was just um, the cliff jumper body with a Bumblebee head yeah. in white. Uh, first official look at Studio Series 69 Devastator, Big Whoop, uh, Battlegrounds, this uh, gameplay previews and box art. Uh, that's when we learned it was like a RTS of sorts. Um, Earthrise Megatron sighted at a Washington Target. A buddy, Vice Grip X, found it. Uh, leaked Kingdom Studio Series Masterpiece items. Uh, Which I think we uh, collected all in our Emergency Kingdom leak cast. Oh, yeah, so that popped RC up. RC Extra 49. Yeah, uh, was, was that our second leak cast or third? <sighs> well, it was our first in a while. Yeah. Basically everything, most of everything that uh, we were going to know about Kingdom uh, for a while hit. And uh, was the source Walmart or was it a different source? 
Walmart leaks all of Kingdom of Mysteries Headmasters assortment. So I'm going to assume that was Walmart. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah. So the uh, also the Headmasters uh, re-releases in the G1 style packaging. Although we didn't quite know that at the time because no. there was no pictures, we just had listings for the Headmasters, and that, and that still hasn't happened. No, not yet. Uh, Kingdom class or Kingdom Core class Rat Trap unofficially unofficially revealed. Yeah. Uh, was that somebody's apartment too? No, that was one of the YouTube people in uh, Vietnam uh, or South Korea. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Black Arachnia, Cheetor, and Warpath. That was in leaked. someone's apartment. Yeah. Generation Select Sandstorm. I and hate G- that I remember this so clearly. Yeah. G2, mm. uh, Select Sandstorm and Megatron G2s both officially revealed. Yeah, so that was interesting, too, because that happened um, from the U.S.'s perspective late in the evening, and um, the first reveal was from a website, I believe, in Singapore. Did we know about Sandstorm at that point? Um, so Sandstorm had leaked either earlier that day or the day before via 4chan, and it was a really bad picture of someone's screen. Yeah. So we don't know where that was actually sourced from, but that happened, and... Uh, you know, all leading up to the official reveal, everybody was like, okay, is that actually legit, or did they make it look like this to disguise a bad Photoshop? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Generation Select's Black Rarichi was announced for Transformers Tuesday, Part 3. See, the thing with Transformers Tuesday is that the majority of the stuff was the contents of the rumor list from earlier in the year, so like... The official acknowledgement of the stuff was good, but at the same time, there weren't any surprises for a big stretch of this. Yeah. Uh, prototype images of Masterpiece Starscream. And this is the one that we were looking, I guess, at the uh, side, the the backpack, or the lack of the backpack, and trying to figure um, out what how they did the folding of the wings and everything. Possibly. I think this first prototype was just a robot mode model. But yeah, like there was enough of it here to kind of wonder, like, what are these hinges for? Yeah, and the answer ended up being really stupid. Yeah, uh, September we learned that Toy Fair was postponed. Uh, it's going to happen in October of 2021. But the good thing is, by October 2021, uh, things should be as back to normal as it's going to be for a while. Um, so it turned out timing wise, that's probably a pretty good time to, uh, to, to reschedule something like that. So, uh, Hasbro Pulse Con announced for September 25th and 26th at the end of the month. And I do remember dedicating quite a bit of time to sit down and watch that. Uh, yeah. So Pulse Con is what they use to mostly make up for San Diego Comic-Con being postponed or canceled, however you want to look at it, but also a little bit to take up for New York Comic-Con, which was in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, Generation Selects, Diaclone, Sunstreaker, Tupac, plus Red Wing reissued for Tuesday, Transformers Tuesday Part 4. I forgot about the Red Wing. Where did Red Wing wind up? Was it back at Target, or was it... Entertainment Earth, I believe. Huh. I think... It was. I think it might have been available to whoever wanted to carry it at that point. Yeah, in the Earth. Um, yeah. Did they ever get that in stock? I don't think they did yet. Okay. You don't need a red card for that one. Uh, I didn't need a red card for Don. the one I got, but that's because I ordered it the first uh, couple hours it was oh, up before yeah, they yeah. had that restriction. Yeah. Uh, we got spoiled on the Netflix spoiler pack. Nemesis oh, yeah, Prime. there we go. Uh, Ratchet and Lifeline. Uh, revealed. 
Ah, yeah, the first Galactic Odyssey collection set, which we didn't know was a thing before that afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the headline here. Uh, what? Who's that? Generation selects Pokemon. Oh, uh, which one of us wrote that? I don't know, but it's that has to be you. Is Volcanicus right? Um, okay, then that was that would have been me because I was doing the Volcanicus stuff. <laughs> uh, I pre-ordered that, then I canceled the pre-order. Again, too much stuff in tr- this year. So that's not different enough. No, yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Uh, alleged first look at rumored Titan class arc, and that ended up being pretty accurate. Well, we think, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, based on everything. Still don't know that I wanted Titan class arc, but I'm getting a Titan class arc, so. So, next up, we had the first look at the packaging for what would end up being essentially just a Generation Selects reissue of uh, Transformers Prime Toys for the 10th anniversary. Yeah. And there was a lot of debate going on at this point over what that was actually going to be because all we had was the the sealed box photo. Mm-hmm. And like in one way, I'm glad of what we got, which was reissues of hard to get Transformers Prime toys. But I'm also a little disappointed because what part of the speculation was like, okay, so probably they're going to take current generations toys and redeco, maybe like put new heads on them to be these other things. And like I kind of got attached to the idea of. Um, Siege uh, Hound as a uh, breakdown. I kind mm. of wish that would have happened. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Transformers Tuesday Part 5. This was the one. So, ironically, this was one of only two surprises, and most people were disappointed by it. Shattered Glass 2-pack. Uh. Yeah. So, Earthrise Optimus Prime minus the cab. No, minus the trailer. That's duh, if it was Earthrise up with Prime minus the cab, it wouldn't really be. Oh man, I need more caffeine. It's late. It's uh, late. It's, uh, it's it's 10 p.m. Eastern as we're recording this part of the show right now. So uh, this is later. Know. This is later than we normally record. Take a take another hit of power there, Brian. Yeah, and ratchet. Uh, and the sad thing is, um, you know, a lot of people were disappointed by this, and a friend of the show who was the guy who pretty much created uh, Shattered Glass. Uh, he kind of took it personally, hmm. and I, uh, I totally get it. I, I was pretty vocal that I wasn't happy about it. The way I tried to explain it to to Ben, who was the one who did that first story for uh, Fun Pub, um, was that God. How did I try to break it to Ben? I think I sugarcoated it. But the general idea is, I just don't really care for the the concept of shattered glass. I know a lot of people do. But it's like it's not something I need in Transformers. It 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 was it was a nifty little idea for like a story in the Fun pl- uh, Pub magazine or whatever. But I it's not anything I personally need a subline of. Yeah, for, well, I would say the problem more is just that Fun Pub kind of wore out the idea. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We liked the Mirror Universe in Star Trek. Until it had to start showing up once every season. Yeah, we, yeah, we liked the Mirror Universe like the first three times it was used. Yeah, and yeah, there's so much there's so much opportunity in Transformers for like you know other uses of these molds that we would like to see. That you know something fairly recent, fairly niche, and um, kind of retreads in a lot of ways. And even if even if we're gonna do shattered glass, also I. Like, the Optimus Prime's kind of obvious because, like, those always were popular when uh, Fun Pub did versions mm-hmm. of that. But, like, 
do something besides ratchet to go with it. Like, you know, there's hot rod molds do that because that's an interesting alternate deco. You know, there's a whole range of things they could have picked from that weren't ratchet. Well, I, I think I mentioned it when we talked about this before that there's some crossover, like some of the shattered glass designs use the diaclone colors and like that appeals to two different types of the fandom you know yeah. some people who like the shattered glass some people who just want the diaclone no matter how they can get it yep yeah i have a botcon shattered glass tracks because it's road rage it's road rage yeah for why yeah uh let's see here so we'll just moving on from that uh PulseCon. Yeah, so well, we got the generation select sign about box set we saw. Well, we, that was yeah, it was just the volcanic. Yeah, and again. we saw that again. It's basically the same thing. We'll, we'll yeah, weeks. I was just trying to skip us ahead to something that's probably more. Yeah, we, we learned that PulseCon, uh, again, twenty third and twenty fourth. Uh, there's a sneak peek stream on the twenty second. Which okay, so that was really a misleading way to describe it because all that was was them advertising the kicks well not kickstarter but the the haslab campaign for um the what was that what the game their tabletop game that they were relaunching hero quest, hero quest yeah. yeah yeah so that's all that that preview stream was was uh promoting their haslab campaign launching for that now to their credit i'm gonna delete that that, that hero the hero quest campaign uh, funded within Quickly. a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. But, like, like, yeah, that was a really misleading way to characterize that. So, the important thing here, though, if you'd like to carry on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the exclusives be available uh, for uh, members on the 23rd and for everybody else on the 24th. And that included some, such awesome stuff as the Pit of Judgment. Uh, yeah. What? And, um, and Pulse actually was the best exclusive buying experience of the season. Yeah, pretty the much. They had to set up because they uh, instituted a waiting line system. Yes, uh, and there was there was captcha on the thing too to make sure that uh, they were filtering out bots as much as possible. But they were able to get it where everybody who was there at the time the stuff launched basically got whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. It was the most painless. All these uh, PulseCon exclusives were um, San Diego intended exclusives originally, so it was the most painless San Diego Comic Con exclusives purchasing experience probably ever. And I want the same thing every year. Yep. Yes. Uh, let's see here. And prior to PulseCon, IGN got uh, the first official look at Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Then. Uh, the Transformers Prime 10th anniversary set was revealed. Then we had more leaks, including uh, Studio Series 86 Hot Rod Cup and Scourge. That rounds out September. Uh, okay, so the Kingdom panel reveal for uh, PulseCon. Oh, man. Uh, what did they... Sh there was something... One thing, if I remember right, they showed off that we didn't mm -hmm. get spoiled as of yet. Maybe it was the red um, stuff. Maybe it's the not kingdom, but the, like the red RC. Well, we so um, the red collection RC was one of the Walmart listings that was found earlier. So, but like we didn't have photos. That. We didn't have photos or anything of it. Well, no. And the red Cheetor. Uh, let's see here. Was it the Autobot clone exclusive? Which is kind of a lame thing not to get spoiled. But they showed off. They showed off the toys, and John Warden was there for that. Um, because he'd worked on them. Yeah, 
John Morton was busy that weekend because he was having to do streaming content for both Transformers and Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, also in PulseCon, there's other there's a lot of other things. They uh, there was a, this uh, panel or a presentation on the Netflix series on like the creative process for that, which was vaguely interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Starscream 2.0 gigawatt and more shown off in Figure King magazine. Yeah, that was their best look at that time of Starscream because I think that was when they started showing the alternate mode. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Transformers Prime 10th Anniversary Official Images, the Breakdown Viacon, Breakdown and Viacon, plus the Hades Megatron. Which yeah, I, I mean, that was a cool reveal when they did that because, like, nobody was expecting it genuinely to be those toys reissued. Yeah, and the Hades Megatron, I didn't much care for it. I'd never actually seen it in person until I got it. Mm-hmm. And it looks really nice in hand. A little too much chrome for me, but, you know. The craziest, one of the craziest news items of the year, and I don't remember if this came out. <laughs> Uh, P30, I'm not sure if it was supposed to come out yet. Yeah, the G1 Megatron P38 uh, gun returns in Japan, but as a water pistol. Mm-hmm. And I have to have this. Yeah, that's so probably going to be difficult to import. I'm thinking. Well, it'll be fine as long as you know customs doesn't open that particular package. But no, it's a it's a very realistic, I believe, one to one scale replica of the Walter P38. Uh, with, of course, no safety um, indicators on yeah. it because it's for the Japanese market. Uh, it's also very expensive. 60 bucks. I mean, for, you know, a water pistol, like, oh, yeah. know, not even a rifle or super it's, ca- thing that's... it's coming out in February, so I need to figure out how to get my hands on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Combi- we learned that uh, the Combiner Wars Devastator would get reissued. Yeah, so I think I think that was broken by um, yeah the Australian uh, fan community. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, Abominus returns in Generation Selects. So with that, uh, there are some differences. Uh, we get what the shield chest. Yeah, uh, uh, and the head. There's a, a little bit of deco differences, yeah. but like nothing like super substantial. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Netflix Siege Wage 2 photos. Uh, I have this, and I don't even remember exactly <laughs> what the thing looks like. That's just a red slither thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so this is when we finally found out where Earthrise Blue Streak was coming out because somebody just found, found it, it one day on the shelf at Walgreens. And there had been a lot of you know confusion and speculation about where that was going to land because... I will point out that to this very day, Hasbro has technically never officially acknowledged Earthrise Blue Streak exists. Oh, wow. What? What? They never announced it. They never talked about it. It just is. It is. But they've never technically promoted or revealed or acknowledged that it's there. And what's sort of strange, Chris, is not too long before this... We were talking about exclusives, and I had asked y'all, and I asked you specifically, well, what about Walgreens? Because we had not heard anything, and they had been yeah, exactly. becoming we had they had become a, been becoming a major player, or at least a more major player in these mm-hmm. exclusives. And you had said that probably the person who at Walgreens who was responsible for buying this stuff maybe wasn't there anymore. Yeah, and we then, still believe that is the case. Actually, yeah. So, so this could have been something he or she did as one of the last things while they were there, and it just sort of... Yeah, it's hard to say, really. All we know for sure is that... So, for the previous few Walgreens exclusives, 
um, Rob Springer helped to get that information out there because uh, somebody from within Walgreens, yeah, was the source for him and was uh, feeding him that info from their inventory system close to a year in advance of when the stuff would actually come out. Like, I think typically it would be December to January when that information would break, and we didn't have that for this year, but all that particularly would mean is that that particular insider is not there anymore or it was too risky to uh, disseminate that information. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, definitely a surprise because we didn't have any of the typical clues to know to expect uh, Walgreens Transformers exclusive that year, this year, whatever. Studio Series 86 first looks Grimlock Jazz and Blur. Um, did we see Jazz before and Blur? Or is this, is this really our first looks at these? Um... Yeah, no, yeah, because the previous first looks uh, were leaks, but it was just Hot Rod, Scourge, and Cup. Yeah, these are the ones that uh, were the uh, the not uh, the department, I guess, in China where they are documenting. Oh yeah, the safeties. It's, uh, it's it's the Korean Korean uh, Consumer Product Safety Office. Yeah. Yeah, the photos are very small, but yeah, because it's because it's just a record that they did go through that process there, and that's just the documentation. Yeah. Uh, also revealed during PulseCon, I think it was PulseCon. It might have been a Fan First Friday. The Headmaster uh, exclusives. We got official photos of those, and it's really slick packaging. Even though yeah. some people don't care for it, but I do. And I'm well, yeah. Rob, Rob could go on. You know, for some detail here on what's wrong with them, but uh, we also did that in, in the episode of RFC. So yeah. uh, <laughs> go look yeah. at the archives. Um, no, that probably was with a fan first Friday, since we have uh, news desk news desk one twenty one as a recap of that. Yeah, uh, Galactic Odyssey set four barricade and punch counter punch. Yeah, so earlier in the month we had seen, um, or that might have been in September, we saw a leak of a barricade made off of the Earthrise Dotson mold mm -hmm. uh, with no clear indication of what that was. They, the person who had the sample in hand was showing a Takara-style selects box in the background, which I guess was an intentional mislead, but a lot of us thought that that was going to be a Takara product in particular, but um, Actually, it's coming through Amazon sometime in the next couple of months Sweet. with a re-release of Power of the Primes-ish uh, counterpunch. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Your November Masterpiece Starscream version 2 details more in Figure King magazine. Is this, is this where we found out the price? I can't remember for sure. Um, this might have had a partial transformation demonstration, and that's why it was notable. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh god, and I forgot it, it, the legs and the wings and oh. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. Oh crap. I why am I buying this? You shouldn't be, but that's a completely different discussion. Um we also had leaks of um Kingdom Wave 2 Deluxe Ractonite and the RC repack. Yeah. Um so that preceded the Safety Korea update for uh Kingdom Wave 2, but that would follow pretty soon afterward. Yeah, I like the I like the title of the next one though. <laughs> uh, not sure why, but Golden Lagoon stuff hits Hasbro Pulse. I love the way we title some stuff in our show notes sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, and they were up that and they're gone. Sold, yeah, pre-sold out really fast. So like they just had some small quantity of them available. Yeah, whatever they found in a warehouse somewhere that day. Yeah, and the weird thing is. The the Saturday after we talked about this, I was off that day, and I went through the all the existing websites, and I posted links on Twitter, 
that places that still had it in stock from cheaper the original. from the original release yeah. that was still in stock <laughs> cheaper than what either either equal to and in stock or cheaper than what they were showing online for this sudden mm -hmm. reappearance and it was it was amazing on how much you could save yeah and it was still in stock it's crazy now for for News Desk 122, we had the official reveal of uh, Studio Series Bumblebee movie Starscream, which is not to be confused with Bumblebee movie Blitzwing, who was Starscream, but then wasn't when they decided <laughs> to uh, do some late rewrites to the movie. Uh, no, this is Starscream as Starscream appears in the Cybertron prologue scene, who is... Um, I think they are still technically considering this like a Tetrajet design, even though there's nothing Tetra or Jet about this. Uh, but that's another thing that came Such uh, by way boy. of um, the Australian community and Ozforkers. I, I pre-ordered it because I liked the robot mode, and then I saw better-looking pictures of the vehicle mode, I'm liking, I already have Siege Starscream. Yeah. I really don't think I need this. Yeah, yeah I kind of, I kind of feel you there. But like the the weirdest thing that happened that month, I think, is the next item. Uh, collaborative X Men crossover Ultimate Expanse. Uh, it's it's such a beautiful packaging. <laughs> it's such a weird toy. Yeah. It's the Blackbird, but as it transforms into a robot. Uh, it's with, loosely based on the engineering of Studio Series Jetfire. Yeah, it has the vi Cyclops visor in robot mode. Uh, the box is the most '90s thing you've ever seen. Uh, I, I love it. I, I can't help myself. I just think it's gorgeous. It comes with a saber tooth uh, and Wolverine, and uh, some effects parts. And it's what it was like sixty bucks, sixty five bucks, sixty five dollars. Uh, not paying that for that. I I, I did. Yeah. Really. yeah. Well, I was I got lucky a few uh, actually about two or three weeks after it went up for order, they ran one and buy one get one half off, and it and the second it was it and the second oh, Ectotron yeah. was in stock pre order, so I went ahead and canceled my original pre orders. So I got I got the X Men one. And then I got the uh, right. Ecto, uh, the, the second yeah. version Afterlife Ectotron for half off. So I figured yeah. I can live with that. Yeah, and we didn't. Uh, we didn't. Put, I don't think you we can put, live with uh, that because I can live with it. Uh, the um, Ectotron was up for uh, pre-order, and it's basically just uh, a redecoed Ectotron that came out before. That kind yeah. of it, dusty. It has a modified head, but otherwise, it's just. Um, the aged Ecto uh, uh, One from but Afterlife. What I wasn't expecting, though, it hit retail, mm. and oh yeah, it's carded. Yeah, they didn't clearly show the packaging no, yeah. um, during the stream, but they showed enough that you could see that it was uh, some kind of a blister card style thing instead of the um, retro style box yeah. like the original. It's release. weird looking, and it's a sixty dollar toy. A sixty dollar figure on a blister. Yeah. I mean, that's not unprecedented. Uh, it comes with a comic book. That's why it's on a blister. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So official, not unprecedented, but a little bit steal me. Yeah. <laughs> official reveal. Sort of like, sort of like when they did for. Sorry. No, go ahead. Oh no! It's it's like when they blister carded the uh, Sentinel for San Diego and or no Galactus, whichever one it was that was on a gigantic Galactus. blister card. It was yeah. for San Diego. Yeah. Galactus. It was like. Yeah, it's a little bit different. This is more like oversized bootleg territory, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we found some uh, interesting stuff through um, data mining in Walmart's site and or app. So um, 
Transformers Red items, including uh, Redeco Megatron, because we certainly need another copy of that wonderful figure. Um, <laughs> a Red Collection Beast Wars Optimus Primal, which could be interesting. Um, and then some more Netflix stuff. So um, implicitly a Wave 3 of Netflix. So Battlefield, which is the code word in the system for the Netflix stuff. Voyager Optimus Primal. Um, I'm expecting that to just be a uh, dirtier damn ape, not like a universe redeco or something fun like that. And then um, Voyager Seeker, which is undoubtedly going to be the Earthrise Seeker mold in some new novel deco. I'm guessing it's going to be Hotlink Purple again because, you know, generic purple seekers in More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah. Um, and then there was listings for a second wave's worth of the um, Headmaster's assortment. So Highbrow, Weird Wolf, and Skullcruncher who were absent from the initial offering of four. I and, wish I didn't kind of want all of this. And the rumor information on this is that there is only the two waves of them, so they're not going to be cycling in any further um, Titan's Return reissues with this mm. packaging style. Yeah. So sadly, sadly, um, no second chance at the harder to get like target masters, for instance. I, I kind of, I would just kind of like to see a, a wind blade in that assortment, just because I want to see a character that didn't exist in 1987 by way of 1984 packaging, just to, you know, completely stop my brain from working for a little bit. Okay. I mean, like, when you explain it that way, I would totally buy that just for the anachronism that it represents. Mm -hmm. Like it, it would never be something I would open. It would just it would be a wall hanger like Don's reaction figures. I would actively work to get it put in the background of, of a show set in the nineteen eighties just to drive somebody completely insane. The way the existence of this packaging drives me insane. Yeah, I like where your head's at. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we wrapped up the month of November uh, with the Netflix Ultra Magnificent Alleys for $25. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I was hoping for a reissue of Ape Face with maybe, you know, better plastic and no or, battle or, damage. Yeah, yeah. If not better plastic, at least less paint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, December, I think this original item was November, but we had some issues with our website and I think, think a couple things had to get recreated. So this oh. might actually have been a November story, but it's dated on the site uh, early December. So I'm going to put it in December. Uh, the rest of Kingdom we've we've two revealed. So that yeah. So that was an official thing through was it IGN again, uh, where we saw yep. uh, Air Razor, Inferno, Dinobot, etc. Yep. And hover. and that and that Earth Mode Ultra Magnus, which has been really divisive. Yeah. I just think it needs some more paint to kind of tie it together a little bit better, but I'm not, like, super down on it. Uh, we learned about the uh, core class Bumblebee with Spike from uh, Buzzworthy, uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Bumblebee, which I just ordered from Target thanks to Don. <laughs> but that's showing up. Uh, let's see here. Of course, that is a, a new mold figure that does uh, Bumblebee and War generic War for Cybertron branding Buzzworthy yeah. Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, so it's it's in it's in buzzworthy bumblebee packaging with war for cybertron as a sub branding yeah, that's so weird uh, let's see. uh and since we haven't really addressed it what we've inferred from this month's uh news is that buzzworthy bumblebee is going to be a target exclusive subline which the further along in the weeks we get here the more vast it seems to be because there's even signs that they have reissued um like just straight reissued the Volkswagen movie masterpiece Bumblebee 
uh, to sell alongside the Buzzworthy Bumblebee stuff, among hmm. other things that they've uh, repackaged. Yeah. So Target's going to be sitting on a lot of Bumblebee product for a long time unless they decide to get really aggressive with the clearances. Which Target usually will. They need to to get rid of stuff, and that's awesome. Yeah, and especially since I think uh, fiscal inventory time comes around February, it probably won't be that long before they decide, let's thin the herd. Let's let's see here. So the Cyberverse, uh, Prowl, and Starscream showed up, and those are already in hand. Chris has at least Prowl, right? Prowl and Starscream, and I, I like both of them to different degrees. Prowl's actually, like, overall really nice, and Starscream is, um, well, it feels like good quality plastic. <laughs> Let's see here. And the, plus, the design uh, maybe needs work. Plus, uh, a Devastator reissue popped up on Amazon at tfradio.net slash Devastator. Uh, you can get it for 150 bucks. It'll be released, according to Amazon, on January 15th. We shall see Galvatron, but um, Good deal if you can get it. Yeah, it's still available yeah. for pre-order. Nice. Uh, let's see here. Transformers Online uh, MMO is still in development, set for a 2021 release date. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, if it happens, I still don't expect it to get released outside of China, personally. Okay, and then we have RFC News Desk 125, which was, um, at the time, the most current information we had on Buzzworthy Bumblebee, which... Um, Mostly include the reveal or discovery of the Studio Series repacks that were going to be included in that. And just before I recorded that, also, uh, someone had found a mega one-step changer Bumblebee based on the Age of Extinction design uh, in Buzzworthy Bumblebee packaging at a Target. And all of that together is pretty much what cemented that even though nobody's come out and said it yet, this is a Target-exclusive line. Mm -hmm. And then we end the year on a note with uh, your news desk, 126. Yeah, I reviewed Netflix's Earthrise, and um, I stand by that review. I A lot of people agree with me, a lot of people don't, and that's great, you know. It is what it is. My yeah. wife's former boss, she was online working today on Sunday, and he pinged her, and he's like, tell Brian I was so bored this weekend that I watched the new Netflix series, Transfer Series. And and it got worse. Yeah, he didn't much care for it, but you know, <laughs> he's not a target audience. I gotta find time to watch these things before reviews are out because if I find out what's in them, I will never be able to make myself make the time. Yeah. So you say you say your wife's former boss yeah. uh, isn't the target audience, but like I don't think we're the target audience either. So you yeah, know. yeah, not yeah. saying much there. I know. Is it too late to to change my toy of the year? No, not really. I... The magic of okay. editing and the Cybernet Space Cube say no. Yes. Okay, so my toy of the year. While Skylinks is magnificent and all, um, I think I'm going to have to change it to Optimus Prime's corpse. <laughs> Why? Really? Because someone at Hasbro just took all of our childhood trauma condensed it into plastic form and sold it back to us and and we all agreed to this yeah you know and it just amazes me to no end that might have a point there because like i no joke i made eight hundred dollars in amazon affiliate revenue off of pre-orders for that specific toy this year so like um something went right when someone decided you know Let's take this moment all these children these children cried at in a movie theater or at home watching on VHS or HBO or whatever the case may have been 
And yes, make them pay us, uh, you know, fifty something dollars for the experience now. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So that. Yeah, Matt might have a point there. Cool. So uh, let's see here. Uh, Diecast isn't here. You can find him on uh, Twitter at Diecast Two and uh, on Facebook at Reviews by Diecast and on YouTube at RSC Reviews, which is at tfradio.net slash reviews. Um, John DeLune is not here, but he's at that John D everywhere. Rob Springer, of course, isn't here. Robo Rob Springer and at zonebase.org. I'm on Twitter at bkilby and on Instagram at Brian Kilby. And you can find most of my stuff at briankilby.com. Uh, Don, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, well, you can go to your nearest Waffle House or you huh. can reach me on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Cool. Uh, Rob. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Figure Reviewers and Rob Flails. Uh, mostly I talk about toys on the former, games on the latter. Uh, Rob Flails is the Twitter account for Flail Throughs, my YouTube gaming channel, which focuses on Gundam Battle Operation 2, which is uh, uh, which has gotten through most of Gundam Double Zeta in terms of a uh, mobile suit roster now and is careening towards Char's Counterattack, which we will probably start on in March or so. Um, it's a fun game. I enjoy it. I was actually on a podcast dedicated to that last night. Really? Yeah, that was that was an interesting time. It, I wasn't uh, able to watch because the bitrate was too high on the video. Ah, uh, gotcha. But uh went fairly well. And yeah, if you uh youtube.com slash flailthroughs if you want to get a sense of uh what the game is and what I do with it. Uh, if you like what I do with it, patreon.com slash flailthroughs to throw money at me and request specific mobile suits and weapon and color combinations or if you just want to throw stuff at me there's tfradio.net slash playlist very cool chris how do people get a hold of you i'm personally on twitter at chris rtxv uh you can find my amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chris list as of the time we're recording this my birthday's a few weeks and i usually get very sad about that so make me happy um as for my, um, you know, hobby and fan works, you can find uh, my photography-related things at playwithphotography.com. Uh, also on social media at playwithphotos on Twitter or Instagram.com slash playwithphotography. Um, if you like my work or just want to show your support for the things I'm doing, uh, I'm on Patreon at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. And for as little as $2 per month, you can, um, you know, help me keep doing the things that I theoretically love and uh, get uh, early access to galleries and other benefits depending on the tier you sign up for. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you everybody who has hung around with us this long. Thank you guys so much. We will be back next week. We'll see you then. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?